It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. The development of full artificial intelligence is now the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. With the rockets or whatever, but incredibly fast, almost the direction. They would be fast to be an airplane. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. Internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. down we are live of course we're streaming on rockfin d live youtube and twitter 
And of course, we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we're taking your phone calls tonight. As always, as part of the transparency process, as part of, well, just uh, having a conversation, as part of all those things, we've always had an open line during this show, multiple open lines, rather, and uh, we're just going to continue that tradition because, well, the results have been fantastic because, of course, right, it's one thing if you want to tune in and just listen to me ramble on, and, you know, I can do that. Uh, That's no problem. I can ramble, ramble. You want to have a rambling contest, we can have a ramble in contest but that's just no fun is it that's absolutely no fun because of course i don't know a ton of things all right uh, sure i know some things but i don't know a ton of things and so uh part of this this whole journey of troubled minds has been sort of just learning it's about uh kind of uh, experiencing some things that people uh are not usually subjected to and uh, that's what this is about. It's about uh, teaching each other. It's about coming together. It's more of a social club, less of a show here. And uh, as as exhibited by the amazing people that contribute and call in and and uh, the the podcasts that have uh, been spawned and inspired by Troubled Minds and vice versa, it's um, it, it is it's a it's a large community and it's a fantastic thing. And that's what this is all about. That's what it's always been about. And so that's my long winded way of saying if you'd love to be part of the show, I'd love to have you. You're invited, and we're uh, going to be talking about Tartaria tonight, the mud flood theory and what that's all about. But first, before we get to that, if you want to be part of it tonight, 702-957-1037. That's a Las Vegas area code. That's where we're streaming from and broadcasting from. And of course, uh, 702 is a Vegas area code, like I said. So if you don't like that, uh, we have lots of folks listening to this show all over the world. Uh, Well, we have a Discord, uh, a couple of them actually. And so if you want to be part of the show and don't like the Las Vegas long distance area code, you're from Australia or something or the UK or whatever, South Africa, let's say. Well, uh, Discord's totally free. Just go to uh, troubledminds.org and click the Discord link. It's right on top of the website. And the phone number is there as well. So if you ever need anything from Troubled Minds, just go to the website, troubledminds.org. And uh, there you go. There you go. All right. So. So, with all that said, uh, also please join the Discord at fringe.fm slash chat. Discord is a chat client. It's a voice client, and it's free. Did I, did I mention it? the best part about it is it's free, and you get to meet lots of people from all over the world, and it's, a, it's an amazing place with uh, amazing folks. So, please do that, and uh, you can also be on the show with that Discord, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord. Okay, anyway, with all that said, as we begin tonight, uh, this one's actually for Clayton. If, if Clayton's out there, that's cool. Uh, if Clayton's not out there then uh well that's okay because uh he he'll, he can catch a pipe and hot archive but so the thing is this right the thing is this uh we take uh requests on this show okay if uh if it's, it's compelling if it's something i've never heard of that's even better because you know when you go down these uh conspiracy rabbit holes and you know kind of spend a lot of time down there right you got to kind of throw a rope up and make sure it's tied to something like a, a big rock you know what i mean so you don't fall in because once you fall in sometimes you can never come back and uh i'm trying to avoid that and so when i hear of something uh peering into all these rabbit holes over the years while doing this show. Three and a half years strong, by the way. Very proud of that. Uh, the thing is that, uh, well, you, uh, you feel like you've heard it all. And so when you, when you get one where you're like, wait a minute, what is that? I've never heard of that. Well, welcome to Tartaria, <laughs> the, the, the nation of Tartary, as it were, and uh, the theory of the mud floods. And so uh, Clayton out there on Rockfin actually uh, called in oh, about a month ago at the end of uh, September, I believe, or the beginning of October, and he was describing this, uh, this theory, this mud flood theory about uh, Tartaria and uh, an ancient civilization that had been covered up. 
uh, that is still being covered up, which we'll talk about. That's what the topic is tonight. And like I said, uh, I don't know everything, obviously. I'm one person, uh, and I, I promise I'm a person. I'm not a reptilian or a, uh, well, what would you say, AI. I'm not like a malicious AI, not yet anyway. They, ha- they haven't put the, the electrodes in my brain as of yet. But, uh, you know, as being one person, it's it's hard to know all the things. And so that's part of why we get together and do this. Uh, like I said, we can kind of teach each other and look at the world in a different way. And there we go. That's what this is all about. So so uh, Clayton out there, uh, when he called in, he was describing it that it's uh, it's this really ancient empire, uh, Tartary, Tartaria, as it were. And they had free energy. And uh, a lot of this was being covered up uh, in history, number one. And number two, a lot of the evidence has been covered up and what's known as the mud floods, um, which we'll get to in just a sec. But uh, that's what's on my mind tonight. And like I said, uh, you guys are all invited to be on the show and to give us ideas for future shows because, like I said, uh, I'm especially interested when something pops up and I've never heard about it before, like ever. Like just recently, we, a couple days back, we did the Einstein at Roswell. That's a new one. Like I thought I'd heard it all about Roswell, but apparently uh, there's uh, there's all kinds of other angles to all of these things. So there we go. So that's what this show's about and uh, looking to have a conversation with you guys tonight. So the first question I have before we get started uh, is, have you ever heard of the mud flood theory? That's the question. Have you ever heard of Tartary? Uh, of course, the ancient land that was on the maps in uh, what is now Russia or uh, northern China, Mongolia, that area. We'll pull, up, we'll pull up a map and look at it and consider exactly what's going on in, these, in this particular region. But uh, yeah, I mean, have you heard of this? Is this one that's new to you? And doing some digging, I can't, I can't trace this back super far. Um, it does seem to be one of those uh, newer-ish conspiracies, that, uh, which explains probably why I haven't heard of this. Uh, but in, in any case, like I said, I'm not the arbiter of knowing everything or the arbiter of truth in any capacity. So uh, don't listen to me other than uh, for an idea or two and to maybe uh, consider further furthering your own interest in these things. And that's it. I'm not trying to convince you this is true or not true. So let's begin. Let's do it. Let's get to this. Now, this is from uh, neverwasmag.com. And, and uh, okay, let's just start. Let's just read a little bit from this, and you guys can get the idea. So if you look at the map there, if you guys are watching the stream, uh, we have the Lost Empire of Tartaria, okay? And you can see it. It's in the map again. you got China down below on the right side. And Grand Tartaria, Tartary is what it says on the map, but uh, I've seen it spelled T-A-R-T-A-R-Y, Tartary like that. It's uh, also T-A-T-A-R-Y. Um, but it's uh, basically like this huge chunk of... Well, Russia, <laughs> what appears to be Russia, right? And more, of course. It, it goes all the way down to uh, India and China and everywhere else. So, again, kind of covers up Mongolia and that whole bit. But uh, straight from the website here, uh, the lost empire of Tartaria is the most delightful conspiracy theory. It posits that a technologically advanced civilization spanned Eurasia and perhaps parts of North America until as recently as a century ago when it was erased from history. What's left of Tartaria are ornate and seemingly out-of-place structures from opulent churches in Russia to the Shanghai Bund, Bund, B-U-N-D. The theory stems from disappointment in modern architecture. We once had fabulous Art Deco skyscrapers, uh, Beaux Arts train stations, and Second Empire post offices. Now everything is a glass and concrete box. So, well... What happened? (laughs) 
what happened? And that's just part of it. So, uh, so as I was kind of going through some of this information, and it's uh, oddly enough, there's not a ton uh, just yet. Uh, it, it's really difficult to find um, information that kind of goes back a very long time on this 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 I- idea of the mud floods and the empire of uh, Tartary, the tar- uh, Tartaria, as it's known. Uh, but um, it, it is pretty cool that they they've cited a whole bunch of uh, architecture uh, in in terms of right. You think of back in the architecture of maybe like the early 1800s, how things were kind of Russia-looking, very ornate, and how it's all changed. And now uh, you have these weird, like exactly like they described, like these boxes and you know, box buildings and things like this. And so you know, uh, there, there's there's theories on why this may or may not be. There's all kinds of things here, um, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so we'll get to that. So that, that's where this begins. And like I said, I, I'm once again, don't get me wrong. I don't know where I stand on this, just kind of learning like you are. Uh, many of you may know a ton about this, and that's cool. That's why we do this together, so we can uh, teach each other. But uh, just as we begin, have you heard of this? Have you heard of the Empire of Tartary, or the, the land of Tartaria, and uh, how it was an advanced civilization that goes back a very long time? And then, of course, uh, what do you think here? Uh, do you think, what do you believe about this? There's, there's the first couple ideas, but here we go. We're going to keep reading. Uh, so the theory is that Americans and Europeans didn't build those monuments. Uh, and let's see. Um, uh, da, 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 uh, there are, there are, they are the legacy of a Tartarian empire that emanated out of Northeast Asia. And okay, so just just the uh, the map here. If you guys are looking at the map one more time, I'm gonna pull this up. You guys can take a look. So Tartary was basically uh, written on a, a lot of maps. Okay, back in uh, if you remember, uh, hundreds of years ago, clearly the world wasn't completely mapped, and they used to call it, it was mostly the. As far as I recall here, looking at some of the maps that I pulled up just trying to find the information on this, it was not all of Russia like this and like all of Mongolia and all the way down. It seemed like it was mostly um, sort of north of China and uh, east, right? So kind of up in that area of uh, Ukraine and that, like kind of, you know, through Mongolia up toward Ukraine was Tartary. But uh, again, this this theory seems to uh, extend that uh, quite a bit further. And so this isn't the first idea, actually. You know, when I was looking at this and thinking about it, considering it, it did remind me of uh, some other ideas of ancient civilizations that had uh, possibly free power, that had uh, giants, right? Uh, Tartary is actually said to have uh, been a, a civilization that had giants roaming around uh, on the regular. Uh, but it does kind of remind me of this, the stories of Lemuria, of Atlantis, of things like this, right? That, you know, of course, Atlantis we're familiar with. It was, you know, whether you believe in the, the, the old school version uh, from, the, from the actual uh, documents that were written thousands of years ago, or right into uh, the, the, you know, conspiracy theory that there really was an ancient civilization, you know, past the pillars of Hercules and that whole bit. And of course, that, that would mean they had, um, uh, I don't know, uh, free energy and all the rest of this stuff. I don't know. I think that's the weirdness here is that uh, there are some parallels to this story and not, not just uh, Atlantis, Lemuria, and there's some other ones too. If you dig and dig a little bit deeper, you can find uh, examples all, all over the place of lost civilizations, Gobekli Tepe, things like this, and uh, where they can't really trace how old these civilizations really are. So I don't know. That's, uh, that's kind of what piqued my curiosity in this when I started digging. I was like, okay, I can see some parallels in some of these stories and how it fits, but okay, let's continue. 
Uh, here we go. So it says, uh, are we supposed to believe that the 18th century map makers drew a vast Tartaria in that region out of ignorance? It says, surely not. Straight from the article here. Uh, Tartaria was real, and it was the most powerful empire of its time. The Great Wall of China was built not by the Chinese to keep the barbarians out, but by the Tartarians to keep out the Chinese. There you go, right? Turning history on its head. Uh, opinions are divided about the empire's demise. Some, pol- some believe a biblical-sized mud flood decimated Tartaria, which also explains why so many old buildings have what we now call semi-basements. Adherent to this theory, um, suspect monuments like St. Basil's Cathedral and Moscow's Red Square continue tens or even hundreds of meters underground. Uh, others suspect World War II was really a war of all against Tartaria and the destruction of old Berlin, Dresden, Warsaw, and other cities in Central and Eastern Europe was a deliberate effort to wipe away the traces of a rival civilization. So, uh, I don't know. Like I said, uh, as I as I consider this, that... Uh, the, the the strangest part to me is that it seems that there was a uh, an actual uh, this is new that this is like uh, they're saying this uh, this empire of uh, Tartaria was actually wiped out uh, you know as as late as the 1850s or the early 1900s and so this is this is in recent history here this isn't one of those things that again dates back to like Atlantis where it's you know kind of been erased by the sands of time sort of situation. This is new. This is a you know modern architecture where they're trying to point out examples of how things changed or didn't change and were uh, were kind of uh, yeah yeah and yeah that's so that's what's going on. I don't know. What do you guys think uh, on this? Looking to hear from you. Uh, let's look at the chat here. Um, let's see. Yeah, talking about the mud floods tonight and Tartaria and the rest of this. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what's up? Tam Bam's got a good question. Can a mud flood be so gigantic to erase an entire place? Uh, I I think the answer is yes, yes. But I think that uh, we're talking about like kind of on a worldwide scale here. If you look at the size of the map of Tartary, what used to be Tartary, uh, the actual uh, from Tartary, T-A-R-T-A-R-Y, the the place on the maps, was basically like the Uyghur Muslims uh, that live just north of China. It was kind of their neck of the woods, right? Um, If you just look at the maps. But um, again, who knows? Who knows what's going on with this? I have no idea, really. But uh, we're going to keep on trucking, keep on talking about this. But here, so here's another one. This is from Bloomberg. And of course, right, uh, the more you look into this, the more that they're just kind of dumping on everything, right? They're just kind of uh, just you know, uh, I'm going to read this too, and you'll see, you'll see why. And which is okay to me, you know, that everybody has an opinion. That's fine to me. But, but here's the weird part, right? This is from Bloomberg. uh, And it's, uh, it starts like this. Inside the Tartarian empire, the QAnon of architecture. And I'm like, okay, wait, the second you start trying to lump everything with QAnon, right? Like that, that makes my, uh, my, my tinfoil tighten up just a little bit. Not that I'm an, a Q adherent, but I do believe that there was some sort of manipulation with that movement from the government itself. And so, which they're still doing, uh, not just with Q, probably other movements. And, uh, so when they start kind of crapping on things and putting them in, in framing that in terms of like the QAnon movement, it makes me wonder, right? I'm like, okay, wait, so why are we going to, if it's literally easy refuted, why do we got to just put QAnon in there, right? Anyway, so that's what this, this, I mean, it is Bloomberg after all, so what can you do? But, but anyway, uh, here we go. So on YouTube videos and Reddit boards, adherents of a bizarre conspiracy theory argue that everything you know about history of architecture is wrong. 
All right, that's fine, right? I mean, we're talking about architecture. Anybody have an architecture degree out there? That would be an interesting conversation to get somebody who was kind of into that uh, looking at this. But uh, anyway, in 1908, architect Ernest Flagg completed the Singer Building in Lower Manhattan, a Beau Arts showstopper made for the Singer uh, Sewing Machine Company. Uh, Singer Sewing Machines, everybody knows the brand. Uh, From a wide base, a slender 27-story tower rose, topped by a mansard roof and a delicate lantern spire. Every inch dripped with sumptuous detail inside and out. Vaulted roofs, marble columns with bronze trim, window mullions with spiral fluting. The lobby was said to have a, quote, celestial radiance. A book was written just about its construction. For a year, it was the tallest building in the world at 612 feet and and a celebrated landmark for decades after that. And, well, of course, there you go. And so... Architecture has changed, but right. Uh, how, where does this fit in here, and uh, how does this begin? How does this story begin? Is the question. Of course, it begins with Tartary on the maps, uh, which they kind of uh, labeled that area above Mongolia, all the way up to um, uh, the you know the the end of the end of the ocean there, the Pacific Ocean with Russia and the rest of that. Um, but then, okay, here we go. There's a little bit more here, uh, but not too much, not for too much longer. All right. Uh, despite its great height. A pencil tin, uh, pencil thin tower lacked office space. Uh, okay, in the 1960s, the company sold its ornate headquarters, and demolition proceeded in 1967. It's the tallest building to ever be peacefully demolished, and that's where this kind of comes in. Okay, that's where this story sort of begins. And if you look again at the uh, the photographs here from this article, they're talking about architecture. They're talking about how. Things change very quickly from the late 1800s to the early 1900s. And uh, as you can see now, you go to New York City and there's not a lot of this left anymore or any large city that had huge skyscraper type buildings. It's all squares and rectangles and all the rest of this stuff. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. So so again, as you know, like I said, I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything, just kind of going through this and taking it step by step and seeing where this started and if there's anything to this theory. So like I said, if you guys are into this and you know a little bit about this, I'd love to hear your take because uh, it does it does seem to have a... The story goes back a ways, uh, but I can't find anything more than kind of recently like these articles basically dumping on the idea, right? And so, like I said, once you start uh, lumping this in with the Q theories and those Q movements and things like this, I get suspicious because, you know, maybe it's just just a way to, uh, you know, crap on conspiracy theory all the way around, you know, how they try and lump everything together and say, well, if you believe in that, then you believe in all of it and all the rest of this stuff, right? And once you start doing that, uh, especially from like a mainstream perspective here, uh, including Bloomberg, it does make me suspicious, so, so yeah, let's go. Uh, we got some. Uh, we got somebody new over here, and uh, we got MK Ultra. What's up? What's up, buddy? Over in uh, on Rockfin, uh, filling me in on some details here. Uh, let's see. So, how did this begin? How did this begin? We'll do this a little bit, and then uh, and then we'll uh, take your calls if you, you guys are interested. Um, and let's see. Let's go. Uh, you guys had some good chat here, but it scrolled so far. <laughs> I have to go back. All right. So anyway, uh, let's see. Um, Okay, trying to find it too too much chat, right? That's a that's a good blessing to have. Okay, but anyway, so the mud floods, Tartaria, and of course the map of the Tartary Empire is where this begins. The map, of course, and then uh, what uh, what our good buddy MK Ultra says is that it it also began with not just the the map of Tartary. 
but with Russia in particular trying to keep people from using that term anymore because, of course, right, it was Mother Russia. And so we have a cover-up. We have a, an actual state actor, uh, a, a huge country that with, with powerful uh, um, censorship, um, which are, are still super into censorship, trying to tell people not to use the term Tartary anymore. Uh, it's Of course, it's going to be Russia, isn't it? And so, well, that's where the cover-up begins. And so we have the architecture, which we'll get into a little bit more. That first article we looked at has tons and tons of pictures, if you can see some of these things, all the way back. And uh, yeah, 1889 and... Uh, on from there. So, so yeah, that's what's on my mind tonight. Like I said, I don't know. I'm not an expert here. Just kind of talking my way through it, and we'll look at some of the other evidence that they've described and even get to what a mud flood might be uh, because, well, uh, who knows? Uh, the mud flood itself, right? Everybody knows what a landslide is and this type of thing, but what happens when you have a mud flood on a worldwide scale? It seems biblical, doesn't it? It seems maybe biblical in scope and scale. And so uh, then, well... Then my maybe juice starts to kick in, and I'm like, okay, let's consider this. We've heard about the great floods and all the rest of this stuff, right? Why not a mud flood? So, as we discuss this and consider this possibility, you tell me, have you heard of this? Do you believe this is possible? And, of course, we're talking about ancient civilizations, Tartary, the land of Tartaria, and the cover-up. It's trying to keep us from learning our real history, as the theory goes. Love to hear your thoughts on this tonight, 702-957-1037, that's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds, I'm Michael Strange, don't go anywhere, your calls and more Tartaria after the break. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're talking about Tartaria and the mud floods. Have you heard of this? Love to hear your thoughts. 
I'm told this goes way deep into the rabbit hole, but I'm just scratching the surface because when you tell when you tell these tales that are so deep down the rabbit hole, the details become foggier and foggier. And so, well, we're going to start easy on this one. And I'd love to hear your thoughts, of course, because the reason we do this live is to include you and to get an idea of what you think about this, if you've heard of it, and hopefully uh, you can teach me something And as we go and consider talking about this. So one more time, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. Uh, troubledminds.org is the official website. You can find the Discord link there. Watching that chat, watching all the chat, and uh, tr- trying to bounce around now to all these different windows. <laughs> uh, usually I have it uh, smoothed out, but everything broke just, just before we started again. So what can you do? All right. So anyway, that's what's on my mind tonight. So as it begins, it starts like this. All right. We're going to read. Uh, this is Now, this is Tartary itself. All right. So uh, Tartaria and the mud floods. It's uh, again, the whole, the whole theory is this. It's that there's a, a, an actual um, cover-up happening of this ancient civilization that's been around for a very long time. And uh, they are now erasing that because, of course, it has free energy. They talked about having giants walking around and being there. They talked about all kinds of things. And, uh, you know, as we've we've heard from uh, the infamous or famous, actually, probably famous is a better word for the man, uh, Nikola Tesla. He, he actually suggested free energy, right? And the rest of this kind of flowing through the air. So that technology in and of itself doesn't seem to be ridiculous, at least, you know, within a few hundred years here. So, you know, if you're talking about an ancient civilization that's been around a long time and was maybe into this, this free energy idea then that doesn't seem too far out there for me. I think that's okay. I think, uh, you know, just within, like I said, I'm not the arbiter of truth here, just kind of talk my way and think my way through it as we go. But um, what do you think? As usual, right? Uh, I'd rather hear from you guys because, uh, like I said, we could have a rambling contest, and I could probably win a rambling contest, but um, uh, um, educating people and, uh, you know, having a fun conversation, that uh, takes more than one person usually. Uh, it takes, takes a village, as they say, right? So uh, looking to hear from you guys. Have you heard of this, this Tartaria mud flood thing? And if you haven't, well, uh, what do you think of the story so far? So we're, we're going to keep on trucking here and kind of go into this, but um, I'm not exactly sure. Let's see, just re- going through the, the chat here. What's going on, guys? Okay, so, all right, so here's the deal. Uh, let's go back to, now this, the mud flood conspiracy, right? Now, okay, uh, let's start here. Uh Actually, this is another term for the Great Reset, by the way. I'm also reading that. So here we go. Uh, one of the theories is the mud flood conspiracy, which is almost on par, they call, uh, with flat earth here. And like I said, I'm not sure if that's a dig or if that's uh, trying to line the two up together. I don't know. But the mud flood is a relatively young idea. Even though I enjoy, enjoy a good conspiracy theory, this is from DoverCrimsonian.com. Uh, I haven't heard of this until recently, and I'm with this guy. I haven't heard of this until very, very recently, like a month ago. Um, a general synopsis of this theory is that within the last 100 to 1,000 years, civilization was reset, and humanity lost much of its knowledge and many advanced technologies. This reset was caused by a huge flood that covered the land in a few feet worth of sediment. A few theorists equate this flood with the Great Flood of the Bible. If this theory is true, it would throw the Bible's timeline off by more than a thousand years. There are even fewer theorists that believe that church steeples were used to radiate electricity through the air and that giants ruled the earth. But that is a whole different story that would require diving into the rabbit hole headfirst. So for now, we'll just cover the basics. And this is kind of where we're at tonight. 
with the basics, like I said. So we got giants, we got free energy, we've got uh, ancient architecture that's been covered up and not just covered up by, uh, in particular, let's say, demolitions uh, covered up by the, these mud floods. And it's a little bit unclear. I couldn't find exactly what caused these mud floods on a worldwide scale or if this has been a process that's happened over thousands of years here. But uh, again, like I said, that's why we do this uh, live and w- to include you. So if you know a little bit more about this than me, that's perfect. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link, watching all the places. Okay, so this continues then. This is again from DoverCrimsonian.com. And all the links are down below, uh, right there on YouTube. They're already there. Okay, so uh, perfect, perfect time for the phone line to just drop. But okay, there we go. Let's call that back. All right, remind me to unmute that, please. Okay, anyway, let's see. Uh, a few theorists equate this flood with the great, uh, the great flood of the Bible, and of course, it throws the theory off uh, the the Bible timeline by a thousand years or more. Uh, okay, there are even fewer that believe. Okay, uh, the proof of this flood comes from many examples of buildings that have seemingly been buried either fully or partially under the ground. There are pictures circling the internet showing Russia's Winter Palace, the U.S. Capitol Building, and St. Mary Magdalene Church having been dug out to reveal lower levels than previously known. Uh, These are three examples that seem to be commonly used by supporters of the mud flood conspiracy as evidence. Uh, There are the other various examples used, though, as countless examples of buildings with windows below ground level exist. These pictures make it seem as though some of these buildings had been intentionally buried and forgotten about. And so we're talking about, I've seen this type of stuff in in photographs, and so we're talking about, what, uh, basements, sub-basements even, um, and then maybe them digging out doing construction. I don't know. That's like the basic normie take on that. But uh, if this if this is as widespread as they say it is, then we have something else entirely here, don't we? Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Um, let's see. Uh, da, da, reading the chat. What's up, guys? Just hanging out, reading the stuff. And um, <laughs> okay, all right. So here we go. Let's just keep on trucking through this um, because, like I said, uh, this is new to me. So if you guys uh, have ideas on this, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Let's see. Let's uh, unmute that phone line. Make sure everything is working. Okay. All right. So there we go. Um, there we go. There are other various examples used, though, as countless examples are buildings uh, from, let's see, uh, hold on, hold on, where am I, where's my place? Okay, it says, these pictures make it seem as though some of these buildings have been intentionally buried and forgotten about. This is seemingly a no logical explanation for this, they say in the article. Some have tried to debunk this theory by bringing up what is uh, referred to as the cultural layer of dirt. This layer is sediment and dust that builds up around uh, the places that humans live. However, this has only brought up more questions. Why would previous generations let this layer build up so high? This has resulted in another large part of the theory, which is that some of the history has been simply rewritten or erased. And again, here we go. Have you ever heard of the Tartarian Empire? And of course we have, because we were just talking about it. And if you look at old ancient maps, then yeah, you've probably heard of it too. So I don't know. That's where we're at. That's where this thing begins. But like I said, we have a cover-up of a worldwide scale here, uh, an ancient civilization that supposedly has been around for a very long time, at least a thousand years, uh, with uh, free energy technology, with giants uh, being a normal thing, with uh, all kinds of different uh, theories here. But um, like I said, uh, coming up awfully short, unless you want to go way down the rabbit hole. Let's see. Um, t- uh, there we go. MK Ultra talking about brick batteries. What's going on? Ronald says, Mike could definitely win a rambling contest. There you go, right? <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Reading the chat. All right. We got a phone call. Thank you for, for bailing me out here. Uh, let's go to Jennifer in Missouri. 
Jennifer, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. It's raining here. We've had some really bad storms. So I don't know if it's going to be a okay. solid connection or not, but I wanted to call in. Got you. Yeah, um, you sound fantastic. Go, go I'm really ahead. glad you're doing the topic. I mean, everybody's kind of, co- yeah, everybody's kind of covering it lately. And so I'm glad you are, you know, going to cover it too. Um, about three or four years ago, I was doing a lot of research about um, hidden archaeology, hidden history, that kind of thing. And I was particularly interested in the Sumerians and the Sumerians, which are actual um, kind of the, the Scythians and these ancient tribes around the Caucasus and the Eastern Steppe. And when I was researching it and looking at the comparative religions, like all of the, uh, just all the really ancient religions and cultures going back in history, I began to think that there was an empire, you know, that was probably there. And if you look at the biblical history, when they talk about going over the waters, actually the beginning, even the the introduction of Genesis, I began to wonder if it was like a, an account of an event where they were sailing ships. And I was looking at that and I, I was thinking then, and then I began to think that there was, that there had been a very ancient world inclusive empire of trade and much more going on than just these, uh, you know, kind of stone agey thing. I was beginning to think there was a higher technology going on. And then in this, I think it was last year or 19, uh, 2019, I think that I was researching it again, but then Tataria was coming up and people were talking about that. And I was like, yes, you know, that's gotta be it. But then I was researching about that. Now, the problem is, though, that I kind of have a, a little bit of, um, there's a lot of questions going into it, but we've heard of Pangea, and, um, you know, that's about 300 million years ago, and I think what's really controversial about it is you're, ins- I want to insinuate, and there's a lot of things that historically would help to insinuate, that this concept of Tataria would insinuate that, that when there was continental drift going on, there were people existing. And in the geography books, that's not what it says, that there were no people present for the continental drift. And this postulates that there was, you know, so that Pangea and Gondwana land, that those were populated by an ancient, ancient civilization. And what you would have is that the, the North American Creighton, which is like a, the landmass beneath the surface of the earth there, was connected across North America, Siberia, and Russia, and even the east parts of the Eastern Europe, um, what we'd consider Mongolia, Kazakhstan, and uh, of course, Russia, Siberia, so in that, that whole region. And then coming over even into the further west side of Europe. And then you have another landmass that would make up Africa, India, um, the Arabian Peninsula, and Antarctica, along with South America. And I I think I mentioned Africa. And that was a different landmass. 
And so you have these two, the differences are that the fossils and the type of architecture and the, the costumes of the times that we talk about in present day, but what I mean is like the folk clothing of these original areas, what you see when you look at folk costumes of Japan, China, and in Europe, if you look at the, the more Germanic regions, their folk clothing is very unusual. And they have um, strange hats, these tall pointed hats that are found, and the style of weaving, too. So it's not just limited to the architecture. And this insinuates um, that they were trading. And when they have this collision, I'm not so sure that one landmass was entirely aware of the other one because the concept of this is that they were surrounded by a super ocean. And this is just, you know, geography you'd learn in school. That there was a, it was called Panthalassa or something like that. It was the super ocean that surrounded Pangaea. So they didn't realize that there was another landmass, you know, that they wouldn't have if there were people there. They would just think that there was nothing but water. But when this was happening over a period of time, the landmasses would get closer and they began to have contact. And this explains a lot of the Arcadian Wars and the Assyrian Wars we hear about and the Sumerian too. But they aren't in, it's like you're combining 300 million years ago of what they, what they would consider to be a geography thing occurring in prehistoric times. But we're combining it into modern times where we're saying that they're connected, that, the, that maybe it wasn't 300 million years ago, or there were people on the earth 300 million years ago. And that's why I think it's controversial. And there's a covering up because you're, it's um, that Pangaea means basically, you know, one earth. So that all the, they didn't, uh, there was a massive, there had to have been like a massive conflict that occurred because you have a clashing of two different empires, essentially. And that's what I think is fascinating about Tataria, you know, if I were trying to talk about it. And I've uh, always wanted to. Yeah, it's also part of the theory, too. I was reading some of this, and it, it gets a little bit uh, uncomfortably close uh, to describing World War II as being a, the, the, the basis for destroying this ancient, uh, ancient civilization by destroying uh, basically all of Eastern Europe, uh, all, most of Western Europe, and then basically all of uh, Western Russia as well. Uh, is, is was was an effort to actually begin to cover up or maybe the ending of covering up this huge civilization there. And so some of the things I found were a little, uh, let's say a lot distasteful regarding, cause, you know, uh, Holocaust denying and things like this. I was just like, is this is this where this leads, you know? But I mean, just because one, one guy or two guys say it, that doesn't mean it's a thing, right? It just it's just like kind of made me turn my nose up a little bit, which is, you know, understandable. But but I don't know, uh, regarding all the rest of that, like you pointed this out extremely well here, better than I have, uh, that it, it kind of is in line with uh, that creationism a little bit, right? With, uh, you know, how they say that the, the, the world is only, you know, what, a thousand years old or something like this. Like, wouldn't that kind of fit uh, this, this sort yeah, of uh, thinking here? Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I think it. Well, I, I think it conflicts with it. They want to insinuate that there was that people of that time period 
were using simple tools and were incapable of doing what we can do today. And, but in fact, this would say that they were doing it and they were doing it better possibly even, and that they were doing it or maybe not. It doesn't even have to be that it just has. It's the fact that we have, that there have been multiple worlds and, and it, that it has to do with the continental, the fact that the land masses are con- We know that we know that the land masses are constantly moving. I mean, I have to do it. There's a Palma right now going on and it's constantly happening. Constantly. There are earthquakes and earthquakes and, I'm sorry, earthquakes and volcanoes and all these things and all of the gorges in North America and around the world are formed by moving glaciers and land masses crashing into each other. So we know, this, you know, just from geography that this has happened multiple times. What that would insinuate, though, is that there have been people on, in these worlds each time and that there may be, have, there may have been hidden civilizations and worlds, not just like these prehistoric people, but that the world would have formed and then been disrupted and they have different names entirely. You know, like they call it earth now and they call it, you know, what well, they call it North America and South America and, you know, Africa and Europe and in India and China, they do that. But we're talking that that's how our world looks right now. And this is the world we're living in. But when the world was a different shape, it was a different world and people were different. And so we were different. And that's what, that's what I think is the most important thing. Not so much about, yeah, I don't know how any of the other stuff would fit into it as far as having any kind of, um, you know, the, the, the dirtier topics that they're trying to insinuate with it aren't necessary whatsoever. What's important is that we have an entire world civilization, that there was an empire worldwide that was trading and interacting and was advanced on a massive scale, possibly more advanced than we would give it credit for, and that it's been continual for millions of years. And that there are these, these amazing architectural, you know, um, displays are ancient beyond comprehension, some of them, or based off of things more ancient than the present world we have. And that there was a whole world before and that there was a world before that one. And it had to do with land masses and continents moving. And it's mind boggling to think, and well, we know it's true though. Like, I mean, they've, it's Pangea and that's not fringe topic that the continents were all touching at one point that we're aware of, but the, the concept though, that there were land masses from somewhere far away and that they've, they are, that we weren't aware of each other and that that would explain a lot of the wars that occurred because there'd be some conflict about that as people were moving around ice ages. You know, there was a mini ice age not long ago. People say they were coming out of an ice age right now. So it's, but it's insinuating that there were people so long, that long ago that were not new on the earth and that there have been people on the earth for millions of years. And even in prehistoric pre Jurassic times and that there, that's what that would insinuate. And so, and that people were, that it's being covered up because it may have been just as great or greater than it is now. And if you were to say that people had been um, on the earth for millions and millions of years, it makes it much harder to control and form a government, especially if we were once a part of, I, I don't know. It's, it's, 
it's an amazing topic, but I think there's so much disinformation mixed in with it. I think that people are trying to make it into something that people don't want to listen about or try to understand, even though there's geographical evidence of these continents being where they would make sense for this to happen. And there are people placements for this to explain the same thing. And there are cultures and the textiles, the way that fabrics are woven, the building techniques in certain regions are the same, but, but there's no way they could have been in contact from what we understand. But this would insinuate that they were, and that this empire they're talking about with Tataria would explain that, but it stops there. And that's where it's not, that's where it doesn't make sense is that it's, there's more behind that and behind they're hiding entire world systems that were existing before this one. Because as we know right now, the oldest civilization would be Sumeria and Babylonia regions and India. And this would insinuate that there is something much older than that. And then even much older than that. And that they've covered that up. And so it is displayed in the architecture, but it's also displayed in the religious beliefs of the people in all these regions. It's displayed in their stories. And I think that's it, you know, as far as my take on it, my, my mindset on it. But it is amazing because I think we're taking it, it. It's because there's a denial about people being on the earth millions of years ago, you know, and I think, and if we've been here for millions and millions of years and have interacted in a very technological way, I guess technology being, you know, depending on how you want to consider that. Of course, today we think technology, we think computers and things like that, but technology could be something, I mean, shipbuilding is no easy feat and traveling by water like that. And even people coming into contact with each other who human beings that they've never seen before even and cultures that they've never witnessed before, but we know that they were interacting because you find them where they shouldn't be. You find um, Tartan in China. It shouldn't be there for the time period. There was a 4,000-year-old mummy buried by along with kings uh, or emperors, I suppose, in China So that were wearing Tartan. The weaving is really, that, that's, what's, that's what's interesting. And the strange hats, they were wearing strange hats. <laughs> You'll notice on all of the Arcadian, all the uh, wall, uh, the sculptures on the walls, in Babylonia and that ancient area in Sumeria that they have the pointed hats and all this stuff. Well, it's displayed all over the world. So I don't know if they were wearing funny hats. We'll just put it that way, at least for that world. And there was a lot of the, the fighting techniques and everything that were used. So it's that's, but they're talking about that being, that's the end of that era right there. Technically it would be insinuating that that all that war we're hearing about is because they were colliding at that point it had already the empire was dying and a new empire was taking hold so it is the great reset before the great reset of sorts <laughs> amazing stuff jennifer uh, you are way yeah, ahead of I me on so. this i appreciate it so much we're out of time as you know um thank you so much for calling everybody follow jennifer she's got a, a youtube channel scroll down it's right there on rockfin and also on youtube thank you so much for the call i appreciate it Talk to you later, bye. Have a great night. Thanks a lot. There you go. There you go. Uh, that that one right there, That's that was a call. Thank you, Jennifer, bailing me out. Uh, kind of filling in some blanks that I hadn't heard of, I didn't know. Like I said, this, this one goes deep. 
And so if you know about Tartaria, the mud floods, and have some theories like this, love to hear from you. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about the aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. I'm doing Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your Architecture, and I don't know, it 
seems to be sort of a new theory, and I'm trying to track some of this stuff down, and it's difficult, but what can you do? All right, can't hear me over the music. Got it. Watch this. I have that technology. Watch me turn it down. See, this is what happens when you have uh, technical issues. Things break. Uh, the mixing gets broken, and yeah. All right. Anyway, so so in any case, we're talking about Tartaria tonight, the mud floods. We're talking about uh, an ancient civilization that's been... Uh, sort of covered up um, and free energy and giants and all the rest of this. So I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. I don't know. Again, you guys know the deal. Uh, I don't have the answers here. If I was the answers guy, it would be simple to just say, here are the answers and then end the show. But uh, I have some questions here. Uh, there's some some ideas here that are, oh, I don't know. Let's let's say cognitive dissonance. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of gaps I need to fill in here to, to be able to bridge this in my mind, but that's okay. Uh, looking to hear from you guys. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we can put you on the show. Speaking of on the show, uh, welcome Derek in Massachusetts, the Night Stalker. What's up, my man? How are you tonight? Going on, Mike. Great show tonight. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm trying. But uh, like I said, uh, fumbling with a lot of this because it, it, it is kind of no, dense, no. isn't it? It's one of those dense theories. If you you can really chase this back for, for forever, kind of, can't you? Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those rabbit holes that never really end. It's one that's really um, kind of built on the idea that everything you know and everything you've ever been taught is a lie. You know, it's not I wouldn't say it's flat earth level, but it's it's gets to the to the type of vibe where like nothing you've ever been told is right and you have to re you have to relearn everything so it's kind of uh i don't know it's it's dense i have some friends that are really really heavily into it and have been like diving down it for seemingly like three four years now and they're still not at the end of it so yeah i don't think it'll, i don't think it's possible to cover it in one night but you're doing a, a great job from, from my end like thank you just try try and try and hear uh, uh shout out to jennifer for saving my butt there appreciate that amazing insight um, so, so your friends have been looking into this. You're far more familiar with this than myself. Uh, what else am I missing? So there, it's free energy, uh, giants. Uh, this goes back who knows how long. I don't know. What, what are some other things that uh, maybe you could add to this that, uh, well, <laughs> a knucklehead like me might not know? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm definitely not an expert on it. I've only uh, really just, just been across it in, from being in these circles and stuff. I haven't really taken the full 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 deep dive to where i don't call myself a an expert on it but um and for sure is like the hottest conspiracy theory of the the last like five years probably like the mud flood and the mud fossil uh, theories separately two two mud theories weirdly but those seem to be the hottest ones in the uh, conspiracies i guess right now um but yeah i don't know like there's certainly levels to it like the the entry level is kind of the lost civilization that's been um, suppressed in history it's tied together through the architecture that you can see in these major cities this kind of like russian like dome shaped kind of um origin physics type type free energy idea um but then it can go into like some of, some of my friends believe that as early as like the early 1900s um they were wiping away like entire almost like the entire planet and that like almost nothing that we have now um, from like from before 1900 was built by us, that it was all essentially dug up and uncovered that like all of California and like specifically like San Francisco and stuff were just covered in mud. And when they walked into it, there was like a bunch of roofs basically. And they like dug down and uncovered the buildings essentially is like the extreme, the extreme version of it. And that it happens like all the time that it's almost like the matrix where they have like six or seven different incarnations in the matrix and they keep like resetting it that way. 
that like the powers that be keep like resetting the planet, you know? And then it also gets into those like, uh, shout out chance. He always brings us up when we, talk, when we get to the, uh, after show talks, but like the, the, um, repopulating the planet and these ideas that they're bringing these trains of orphans all around the country and all around the planet to like repopulate these cities after they wipe them out. You know, um, there's <laughs> a lot of just, it's, it's, it's heavy, 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 maybe juice. And, I'm interested in it, and I think there's some compelling parts to it, but a lot of it is, is feels like it's forming narratives around old pictures. I mean, like, ooh, I found an old picture of a bunch of orphans. Where are their parents? Maybe there's no parents. Maybe they were shipping orphans around the country. You know, that's how it's, that's, seems like how that idea like, was spawned to me. Like, oh, that's fascinating. It's a cool idea, but I don't know how much, how much water it really holds, you know? Um, but the architecture aspect of it, is is really very compelling to me and the idea that a lot of these um cities like even in america like um how it's like the greek and roman type architecture all in our major cities and stuff uh how that might not be from us and that might not even be greek it might be like a remnant of this old technology you know so if you search like tatarian architecture on google images and stuff you find a lot of like collages that show how like countries that seemingly have no historical connection with each other that even have have been rivals or clearly don't have any type of like collaboration have the same type of architecture have like identical buildings like washington like the uh capitol building and stuff looks like there's like a capitol building facsimile in essentially every major city in the entire world you know and the idea that there was some some civilization that interlocked all those you know yeah but like tartaria is a real place. It's not like it's, it hasn't been fully suppressed and it actually like it's in books, it's in history books. So like one of the, one of the fascinating parts of it is that it's trying to find books that have information on it. So like I've been to bookstores trying to find book, like the idea is to find one before like 1850 and then you'll find like really, really dense Tartaria information in it as if it's like it was a world empire and they were, they were discussing it. I've never found those obviously. I've probably gone back as like, 1920 and it's just like a small paragraph essentially just calling it a region like around china and, and russia kind of like the, like the mongol area and that that type of ethnicity you know um but it's, you know, there's just different, there's so many different rabbit holes you can go down uh, i'm kind of just rambling right now but it's interesting stuff for sure that's okay well, welcome to my world so we, we got a, <laughs> a picture up here of the the capitol building and it appears that they've uh, done some kind of um you know there's a construction going on but they've dug down below the the actual level the ground level and there's clearly like a substructure here and so i think in this in this particular case it it doesn't make too much like big big deal to me because clearly you're going to have like in in these you know government type buildings you're going to have um you know escape escape routes you know i mean like they burnt they burned down the white house back in the 1800s for crying out loud right so i mean there's going to be places like this that are like, you know, don't they say they have like an underground bowling alley at the White House? You know what I mean? So that type of stuff <laughs> yeah, exactly. doesn't really like yeah. freak me out. But if this is like all over the place, right? I think that's when you start to consider, wait, I th- hey, yeah. wait what's up? You know? I, 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 th- I, think, I think it's relying on the fact that like, that just trying to point out that the way we're building stuff is getting worse and worse and worse. And like, it's like the idea being like the elite's, aren't building these ridiculous underground structures. The elites aren't building these crazy elaborate, even skyscrapers. There's a lot of skyscraper, um, ideas that they're, they're also a way to like, they're like lightning rods to it, like to an extent that they're, they're siphoning in energy from the environment, you know, 
And that if you look at like, I've said this before too, that drive around the street and look at people doing construction or look at like nothing is getting done. Nothing is getting built. The infrastructure is just absolute garbage. So the idea that like we created these things, it seems to get more and more far-fetched. Like the more you kind of dig into it, it's kind of like what the idea is depending on and that there has to be some kind of like advanced civilization that actually did it. And we just, we're just living in the, in the fossils of that civilization. I don't know. Um, that's, it's, it's interesting, but I'm not sure. I give a, I give us a little more credence, but like there is a real Tartari. And like, I, I guessed, um, rivers about it. Shout out rivers. The amazing, um, genius rivers. She was, she was saying how, uh, like growing up that she, that they call a specific ethnicity, the Tartar people. And they're like a mix of like the Mongols and different, different, um, cultures out there. And that they, they're for sure like a real people that, that existed and, and it's like common knowledge. Um, and I believe like, I, like don't, don't quote me cause I'm, I don't have like the articles in front of me, but I believe that there's like supposedly death camps and like actual types of like prison camps for, this specific ethnicity. I think they're called the Wigu people. Yeah. Um, they're, they're supposed to be this, uh, Tartar, they're, they're the Tartars. They're the, they're the descendants of this Tartarian empire, you know, which are in, in concentration camps in China. Yes. In China. Exactly. Yeah. That they're actively trying to, that that's, that's why they're in there is because that they're, they're descendants of this Tartar empire. You know, the idea being basically that like the, the controllers of the world right now at, seem like they don't have any like rivals, like, I know there's like a big China versus United States idea, but I don't really like maybe don't maybe on some level, but at the very, very tippity top of the, of the power pyramid, I believe they're all on the same team. So, the, so there is a compelling idea that at some point there was another team, you know, there was another group of elites. There was another massive empire that was fully up to the challenge of taking on the current, the current elites and potentially these, this, this group was maybe more, benevolent and they were actually using free energy and they weren't suppressing it and there was it was built into the entire civilization and that's like the whole star fort idea that they worked their architecture into being able to like use the energy from the planet and from the environment around them and stuff which is really compelling and stuff but again i don't i don't know how much how much truth there is in there is in that in that part of it you know yeah and it really just goes it, it goes wild like one of the one of the more wild ideas that i remember being a, a big discussion with it especially amongst my friends like two or three years ago was the idea that there's no there in a lot of these tartarian architectures that they point at there's no bathrooms so there was at one point a huge theory about how these tartarian people or whatever these like not the ones that exist right now but like the whatever this during the peak of their civilization they didn't go to the bathroom that they were like breatharians that didn't need to use the bathroom and that's the kind of stuff that i'm that i'm talking about where you just some little idea just pops up on the internet and then it just i don't know it just catches and latches on to some actual piece of hidden history and it like i don't know it's this weird mismatch of like yeah this truth like i believe in this part of hidden history and this could be an idea it could it could fit into it but it's just, i don't it's tough to tough tough to parse what's what's truth and what's just a compelling idea you know yeah. and especially like it was for, it was it was formed around the new chronology time with the idea that they they inserted like a thousand years into our history and now that's kind of like faded off and the mud, floss, mud flood idea has completely taken that over um, and just incorporated that idea into it, you know? Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're totally, you're totally fine. Uh, so, so I was going to ask you then, so this star fort thing, uh, is that uh, sort of like the ley lines situation? Is that something similar? Right? Yeah. We talk about ley lines. Exactly. Like, yeah. 
So they're they're placed exactly. in these particular areas where they're kind of just sucking up the, the natural power from the magnetic field and the earth and things like this, and then they're able to share it freely, uh, very much like I said in the beginning, how how Tesla he described that as being a thing, and some of that conspiracy exactly. theory goes to they they shut him up because they didn't want him doing that stuff. They wanted to charge you for it, right? And of course, like, exactly. look at the, the the big money that came out of that, and the you know you don't need to name the families that are running these things, but. Right. I mean, it's a uh, like that stuff yeah. sort of makes sense to me. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. And, and, and again, that's part of it. It's it's the idea that there perhaps is a civil there's an ancient civilization or a not so ancient civilization that existed that's been suppressed because they're suppressing all of our history. Yada, yada. That was the equivalent of what if we let Tesla take over? I mean, if like what if what if Edison didn't steal all Tesla stuff and he actually became famous and we use it and we use free energy? What would happen? And the idea that that the Tartarian empire was, was that. And somehow, whether it's like some kind of act of God, biblical thing, or that there's like resets happening constantly. Like I know Max Egan talks about, um, like every 200 years, he thinks these mud floods happen. And then it's like very, very common. And that if the elites know that, that they can prepare for it and that everyone just forgets after it happens and you have to rebuild society. I don't know. A lot of it is just based, it's based on the fact that the West, doesn't really know much about Russian history before the world wars, you know? So it's like, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot of, a, uh, it's great, great, maybe juice, but it is one of those ones where it's who knows what's true. Like Jennifer did a great job uh, talking about it because, uh, she made some really compelling points and, uh, I, I just, I just don't know what to make of it. You know, it's fascinating, yeah. fascinating stuff. But I agree. And, and I think, uh, you know, just sort of stretching the imagination, even just a little bit, I, I, I think it's not too hard to say, that if you have uh, competing civilizations, right, uh, that the new one would want to stomp out the old one. We've seen that time and time yeah. again throughout history. So that part to me is it's super compelling because clearly it's about learning history, all right? It's about really finding out what happened instead of, uh, you know, like Lily said in the chat there, you know, the, 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 uh, the victors write history. And so there is a ton of that. We've talked about that in the past on this show with that uh, – you know, the, what was the Pope in the year 1000 and they skipped a thousand years and there's like a whole bunch of that stuff too going on. So I don't know, man. I don't know. What exactly. This, yeah. It's yeah. true. It's true. And, that, and that's what it seems like. It seems like it's taking all of these things that are pillars of conspiracy culture. The idea that like the victors rate history, history has been suppressed, hidden archaeology, the elites um, are manipulating us, yada, yada, free energy is a possibility yada yada and then like as if the internet is like writing a theory based on those things is like the vibe i get from it that like there's so many true things within it but just the entire narrative for some reason i don't resonate with fully that i think there's a lot of re really compelling stuff and the architecture especially something i'm very very interested in and especially like the, the ley line thing you, you mentioned that that's the all this hidden knowledge and this like metaphysical science was incorporated into this Tartarian empire. That's, it's the idea. So, which is really, really, really cool to me. And I, and I think if, if I do, I mean, I do believe that the, that the state capitals and like all like the ancient Greek architecture and stuff that's, that's in, it's in that is because it's on these portal spots, these hot spots, these ley lines. And then look at the last two years, look at all the protests that have been happening, all the major events across not just America, but the world that, if you're so like when I was watching these like these newsreels of all these protests happening in front of these Capitol buildings worldwide, 
under the Tartarian paradigm, essentially they were happening in front of these Tartarian architecture, and which was a really like kind of a cool thing, like like mentally. I mean, like oh wow, they're they're doing these like charged up ritual events at these like star fort power center Tartarian type of architecture. Like I don't know that that all that stuff is really really cool to me, you know. But um, sometimes it just it goes a it goes a one step too far with it's, me. Yeah, right. It's e- easy to take a, a wrong left turn on the way to Albuquerque. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I, a lot of I, a lot of it depends on we us only knowing the conspiracy angle of it. And I like to, although like, like in like, I'm pretty good at like regular history too. Like I enjoy regular history. Like so, unless all of that is fake, then like. It, it relies on you not knowing much of that and you only knowing the conspiracy angle of it. Um, and then I don't, so and my favorite conspiracy are the ones that bridge everything together, you know, that unify everything and don't have, and, uh, but then again, like part of it relies on the fact that history could be all a lie and that everything I did know in history class might be wrong, you know, and I'm, I, I am very, very much open to that. So you can't, you can't throw it out, you know? And I don't know, I'm really rambling, but no, you're fine. It's interesting stuff. It's, it's really, it's really interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, so it is new, though, right? This this is not you. Very new. You won't yeah. find this this uh, this conspiracy like twenty years ago. Like this is probably within no, 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 six, seven years, right? Yeah. This I I I saw this one birthed from inception, I believe. Yeah. Like it's like five years ago, probably at the at the latest, at the same time as the mud fossil one, which is different. Um, which is also interesting. That's the idea that like there were giants. That's more the giant one. That like mountains are actually these massive, massive titans that like essentially died and laid down and wiped away by this again this huge mud flood and that like i don't know i don't know it's 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 it's, it's wild stuff yeah but uh, i thought i had something else to say let me check ch- my notes real quick before i before i hang up sure. but uh sure sure all right uh, i'll buy you a minute man uh, so if you guys are into this we're talking about tartaria the mud floods and uh is this real like uh, what do you think about this have you heard of this uh, if so, is this new to you? If not, what do you know about it? Uh, we see, I see, uh, some, we got some folks in the chat that are pretty, pretty keen and up to date on this stuff. But again, it's new to me. Like I said, without Clayton calling in about a month ago, I'd never heard of this. He was talking about, it and I was like, "What?" And then uh, chance, yeah. chance is a ghost. Also on the Discord again. If you guys haven't joined the Discord, uh, troubledminds.org, click the Discord link, get in here. Lots of great people hanging out and sharing ideas. And that's the second time I heard of it from Chance. Like two nights after that, yeah. two nights after Clayton called exactly, right? yeah. and the red mercury and all kinds of stuff, right? This thing. Yeah, crazy. exactly. Yeah. 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 Like I, I do, I don't want it to seem like I'm, like I'm poo pooing this theory cause I'm not, I think it's worth the dive into and I think it's worth looking into, but just, it's definitely one that you can get lost in pretty quickly. So just make sure you're, you're, you're tethered to, to your boat before you hop in the ocean, uh, type of, type of, type of deal. Um, but yeah, before I leave, I think just like the, the Tartarus connection, like I've never heard, I've never heard a real reason why it's, it's so much like Tartarus. And if there, if there was a nation, um, or an empire of Tartaria, like somebody would have made that, like, why, why is it, na- I don't know. Is, are they based on the same etymology? Like what's, what's the connection between the two of them? Is it the idea that it, Tartaria has been buried? So now it's some kind of underworld thing, but that it was, it's supposed to happen after ancient Greece. I, I don't really, I don't really know, but that's one of the questions I've always had about it is what's the connection. So if anybody's listening and has that answer in culture and or anybody in the chat, that'd be cool. Cool to hear about, but yeah, please call in. I'm fascinated on, on anyone, anyone's takes on this. I do think it's really, really cool stuff. The architecture in particular, I just want to focus on that. Like, the, like that's something I recommend uh, anyone listening deep dive in. But 
the chronology specifically is the thing that I bump hardest against. Like I, I don't believe necessarily that this happened like 90 years ago, you know, like that's, that's a, that's a bridge too far, but I am open. I am open to, uh, the fact that there, there is a lost empire that might've, might've bumped up against our current elites. Like there's a lot of theories that there's the elites, what do you want to call all them versus the like Kazarians and stuff, and that's supposed to be another empire that's similar to this that aren't part of this whatever bloodlines that are ruling the planet, and that were actively. Uh, I'm getting a little echo, so I'll hang up now. That's, that's, that's a cue for me to leave. But <laughs> okay, all right. Show, Mike. Awesome I appreciate stuff. it, bro. Uh, Derek in Massachusetts, the nice talker. Appreciate the call. Great stuff as always. Thanks, all bro. right, let's roll. Uh, yeah, talking about the mud floods tonight. Talking about Tartaria. Talking about history. And is it like they tell us? Thank you so much to Jennifer and Derek. Fantastic call so far. Looking to hear from you. Have you heard of the mud floods? Have you heard of Tartaria? Let's turn this music down just a little bit. And, well, what are your thoughts? Love to hear from you. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. I don't know the answers, but we're going to keep asking questions. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. entirely accurate and what is this all about it's a rather new conspiracy theory by well i don't know even roswell standards i guess you could say but uh we're considering it tonight as always drinking some maybe juice considering what the world we live in actually is so if you want to be part of the show love to hear from you have you heard of tartaria and the mud floods have you not where do you stand on history being written by the victors and well here we are one more time, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And yeah, there's a lot here. It's uh, It does go at pretty much as deep as you want this conspiracy to go. And like I said, that's okay with me. It's just uh, the larger in scope the story, the more difficult it is to tell, because uh, especially live, because you end up leaving out um, critical details, like I've probably already done a dozen times. So you see that the more you kind of stretch it and turn it into more and more and more, uh, the less of a good story it makes. And I'm not trying to tell a story. I'm just trying to make it coherent is what I'm what I'm talking about here. So, okay. Uh, so that's what we're talking about here. So let's go back to this. Let's just do a quick recap. Now, this is from, uh, this is written pretty well. This is from uh, secretenergy.com and this is exactly what I'm talking about so this this ancient civilization supposedly has been around for a very long time all right and it's just recently been covered up in the last you know let's say 100 to 400 years Tartaria is what they call it okay and of course uh, the Tartars Tartars were actually uh, the Uyghur Muslims that live in uh, northern China and they're being persecuted like crazy like uh, Night Stalker said there and that's that's all accurate that part is true those are the real Tartar, T-A-R-T-A-R people, at least according to the maps. Um, but so 
why are they being persecuted over there? Why are they being shut down? Why are they being silenced? That's another another thing to add to this uh, question. But let's go here. This is from SecretEnergy.com. The synopsis of this goes something like this. An earth-shifting event has occurred in various parts of the world, leaving entire cultures in the wake of destruction. Yet the catastrophic changes seem to be historically ignored and seldom reported. Some of these events happening as recent as 400 years ago seem to line up with cultural prophecies, except the timelines are off by thousands of years. This would hint to a possible fact that many events touted to take place in antiquity may have been as recent as only a few hundred years ago. And so it's uh, it's basically taken the entire timeline of history and just thrown it into a blender and saying that, uh, you know, we've been lied to about not just history, about a lot of things, about this free energy, about giants walking around the earth, about, right, a whole bunch of this stuff. And so, it, it, again, like, I don't have a, a problem considering history's wrong. I think clearly... History, like we keep saying, is written by the victors, and that's part of what this conspiracy is. But then also, if we're talking about free energy, uh, don't forget Nikola Tesla uh, was, you know, infamously uh, known for trying to create this this free energy. And as Derek described, maybe he was rediscovering this from the ancient Tartars or Tartarian Empire. And so, well, uh, he of course vanished, and his work vanished under suspicious circumstances. So, right, it's not too hard to kind of fill in some of the blanks and and maybe say, okay, I could see something is here. But, all right, uh, once you start kind of taking it in, in biblical terms and going all over the place with, uh, you know, the mud flood in particular, we're going to get to that in a sec. So, again, you know, World War II, again, they, they say that it was, uh, you know, perpetrated or used as a uh, kind of a tipping point to, to bust up and smash and bomb and just destroy uh, one of the final remnants of this uh, this Tartarian Empire. But uh, on top of that, right, then we, of course, then we have this entire changing of the guard, if that's true, with a new, um, well, civilization kind of stepping in and taking over with not free energy, uh, uh, right? There's no giants in this timeline. And so it seems like at that point, right from where we're starting here, about 100 to 400 years ago, that history just turned over on itself. And it was rewritten, uh, of course, like we said, to uh, rewritten by the victors. So I don't know, what are your thoughts on this, on history, on the mud floods, on Tartaria, on uh, giants, on free energy, any of this stuff? If you guys are interested in this, I'd love to hear from you. I'm going to go into this a little bit more with the free energy bit, but I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org. Let's get back to this, all right? So it says, uh, now this is again from uh, secretenergy.com. And this is a pretty cool website, actually. It says, uh, why would it be profitable, or so, yeah, why would it be profitable for an entirely new world to be developed on top of an old one with only a few chosen or initiated inhabitants having knowledge of the previous catastrophe? Uh, Is this the missing key that may patch up all the chronological gaps that we find in the already unbelievable historical timeline we've been fed? It says, uh, Flat Earth British and Conspiracies Are Us seem to think so. Those are two uh, other separate websites. You can check them out. They're right here on this page, by the way, which I'll link, and you guys can follow along if you prefer. Um, There we go. All right, so I don't know. Like I said, uh, what we do on this show, like I said, I don't have any of these answers. Uh, We do what's called drinking the maybe juice, and that just means that um, we get together and uh, talk about uh, the, the possibilities of this. Uh, so here we go. Uh, I linked that if you guys want to check it out. Uh, definitely good stuff. But okay, this continues, right? Uh, it says, why is this important right here on secretenergy.com? And 
The imagery and profound amount of information surrounding this event are numerous, begging us to realize once and for all that it is entirely possible for hidden societies to alter the history of humanity within a very short period with little to any notice. How many more paradigm-shifting discoveries are we yet to uncover? Uh, and then it you know, continues. Have, have you been following up on the mud flood stories? If so, there's some more links here. And there's your there's your brief. There's the synopsis back to that and uh, where this kind of begins and ends. Uh, I, I don't know that it ends, though. Um, it is uh, it's one of those things where, like I said, I don't I don't have a hard time believing that I would think that the powers that be that have consolidated, you know, tons and tons of money and tons and tons of power. You could you know even say like the Vatican, think, places like this, right, that have just just basically have, were so powerful over such a long period of time that it wouldn't be difficult for them to kind of carry out a purge of sorts, um, maybe not on people, but on information. Uh, clearly, we know about the Vatican Library, how it's sort of been, uh, you know, hugely protected in modern times. And, you know, lots of conspiracy theories about what's what's hiding in the Vatican archive. So I don't know, I think in particular that in and of itself, that's easy for me. The rest of this, once you start talking about free energy and uh, some of these, the mud flood theories, I'm not so sure. That would be a hell of a flood, wouldn't it? Like of biblical proportions. And so that's what I'm going to kind of attribute this to, is that it was not just um, sort of maybe an engineered sort of destruction, as it were, of these these old... Uh, um, old uh, architecture, right? That That is what we're talking about. Again, if you go back to like the 1800s, let's go back to this very first article. There are tons of examples here, right? Berlin, 1920. Uh, they got different pictures. They got Dresden, uh, Warsaw, 1939 in the 30s. And you can see some of these. I'll make this full screen so you can see kind of what we're talking about here. But just some of the architecture uh, of the you know late 1800s, early 1900s, it was extremely just intricate and gorgeous and just so many things, right? It's like, it's, it's almost like at some point people just stopped caring about how buildings look, right? At least, you know, monumental type, huge buildings. But let's actually, let me make this larger so you can see exactly what we're talking about here. There you go. All right. That's better. So you see, right? You see just on the screen, there's some of these like, um, you know, pavilions of the nations at the 1889 Exposition Universelle. Uh, you can see these things like they're, you know, the fountain and Couton in the central dome of 1889. There's a ton of stuff here that is just fabulous. Like, like you can... Like, like even like ancient Greek, even probably in its prime had nothing on this stuff, right? And it, it's clearly taken from ancient Greece and some of these other, you know, places stylistically, but then also from places in the, uh, you know, in Russia. Uh, you, you can see it. You can see this stuff. But this is what they're saying, right? So that in, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, they were building this type of architecture, right? You can see some of this stuff, the Barcelona International Exposition, the uh, 1915 Panama Pacific International Exposition at, uh, at night. And uh, this looks modern. This looks like postmodern even. And so when you look at some of this stuff, I think that uh, that's what we're getting at. Is is this actually architecture from, from a hidden civilization that has been demolished, that has been passed on, that has been turned into ash and dust and covered, literally not just covered up by history and by a new story, but covered up by literal mud and ash and dust. And uh, that's what this is about. I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think with this? Like I said, uh, taking your phone calls on this, if you know anything about this theory, it's called the uh, Tartaria 
mud flood theory. And uh, well, okay. So so then, all right. So let's get to the the flood itself. All right. Oh, one more time. Phone number seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Um, let's see. Uh, all right. All right. Okay. There we go. So th- there it is. There it is. Um, but okay. So now let's talk about the flood in itself. Now, again, like I said, biblically speaking, uh, the flood, right, was was a great reset of such, right? It was, uh, you know, depending on the story, but from the Bible, right, we had uh, the, the angels mating with humans. You get, you get giants and all kinds of, like, problems and the fallen ones and all this stuff. And then God was like, oh, reset, t- reset time, right? And I, and I grotesquely abbreviated that just for time. So if I got the details uh, grotesquely wrong, well, now you know why. But... Flood comes, resets everything, and all that all that old stuff that was um, bad, right? All that old stuff that was uh, awful is now new again, all right? Humans are able to get together and uh, create a new society, right? A new, a new future without all that uh, terrible stuff from the past. And so there you go. There's the brief version of that. But then the, I couldn't figure out. And I, and I still don't have an answer to this because I, I, you know, digging a little bit deep on this and trying to figure it out. And like I said, the deeper you go, just the wider this story becomes. So I didn't want to go too far into this, but I did have a theory. Uh, I saw a theory, actually. Not, it wasn't my theory. It was from somebody else on the Internet, of course, which is, you know, what we're doing. We're kind of looking at this and considering. But what about the mud floods? Like, how, why is this called a mud flood theory? Uh, and not, so not just was the, the ancient civilizations uh, maybe destroyed, covered up. But there was uh, some sort of actual flood that happened that covered up a ton of this stuff, which you can see in the architecture again, going back to the uh, uh, this original article here with, um, you know, the what appears to be the um, uh, the there it is the Capitol building with like the sub basement and the basement and the sub basement here. So I don't know. I mean, this is the type of stuff that is they, they cite these photographs all over this as examples of, well, you know, these were found and uncovered. These were not uh, built by modern people. Um, so so I don't know. Like I said, uh, there we go. So but I was looking at it, I'm like, OK, sure. Fine. Got it. I get that part. But what about why is it covered in mud? That's the question I had, and I couldn't find a direct answer. Uh, there was one in particular that I'll look at from Reddit here. Uh, there's actually a subreddit um, called, uh, wouldn't you know it, slash Tartaria, and I'll link this if you guys want to check it out and uh, find more information. There's, Like I said, there's experts here that know quite a bit more about this than I do, so I'm going to link this, and uh, I encourage you to go check it out. And like I said, I'm not selling this as the truth of truth or anything like that. I'm just as always, drinking some maybe juice, considering what's going on with this stuff. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, what's up? MK Ultra says the architectural uh, architecture style of today is called brutal, B-R-U-T-A-L, and we don't build anything nearly as beautiful as they did before. And I think that's part of it too, right? Uh, I, I think that's for sure. It's just some of the, the craftsmanship kind of went out the window. But here we go. Uh, what was the cause of the mud flood? And this is two months ago on Tartaria, right, uh, on uh, the subreddit. And so I was like, okay, well, what is it? And here's, here's uh, two, two, two months ago. Geosoul answered this, some form of vibration or oscillation that caused soil to liquefy. Uh, perhaps we used uh, to u- utilize sound technology and the mud flood was the result of weaponry. And that's cool. I'm okay with that, right? If we're talking about, uh, you know, possibly weaponizing the earth and using it against the people of earth, I think that's, well, that's within what 
our government is probably looking to do now, right, with weather modification and things like this. Yeah, I don't know. HB, I see you there, man. If you know a ton about this, I'd love to hear from you. Like I said, there's we got some folks out there in the chat that uh, this is not new to. So uh, we do this together so we can talk about this stuff. But uh, love to hear your take on this. 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link and uh, we'll put you on the show. But okay, so... Like I said, I don't know. Uh, a little bit more on this, uh, you know. Um, th- th- you know, there's some other ideas here. They're talking about the Great Western, uh, the the Great Flood caused it, uh, and I suspect that it, if it was the Earth's water generated at its core, first burst through the crust onto the surface. But again, the timelines are questionable. This is from Reddit again uh, by somebody named Ether Orr. Uh, and just how fast is the earth growing? Anyhow, uh, if this is all new to you, you might enjoy these playlists. They've got the growing earth. They've got the growing earth, Yuga cycle, Sirius B connection. And you see like this, this, so not only do we get, we get possibly like flat earth, we get, uh, right now we're like the growing earth. Now we're like the flood, not coming from the sky and some sort of rain, like the, the, like, you know, God bringing about the flood from, from the sky. This is the flood from, from bursting through the the ground and the earth. So, so I don't know, this is the type of thing where I start reading this and I'm like, okay, right. I mean, you know, at some point it it kind of stretches just a little bit too much further than you're willing to go. And I think that's what conspiracy theories are about, right? Maybe it's like a kind of testing your, uh, your believability factor. I don't know. Anyway, if you guys, if you guys are into this, like I said, we're talking about the mud flood. Yeah, that's right. Uh, here's here's some uh, architecture examples that you can see, and yeah, the lost empire of Tartaria. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Let's read some of the chat. Uh, well, we got. To, looks like HB knows a ton about this. Populations of ten thousand people with horse and buggy made artificial coastlines 20 feet deep in the water uh lol check out cedar point okay all right and it continues uh stories of city foundings all around the world failing to make a lick of sense that in 1800s cities with populations of 10,000 or so built cities to accommodate millions in just a few years all right that's cool like i said you seem to know a ton about this i'd love to hear from you hb give us a call my man but uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not trying to tell anybody this is true. Uh, I again, I just barely heard about this from from Clayton. I promised him, promised him we would do a show on this by the end of October, and here we are. And I did. I've like I said, I've been reading about this here and there, and it just seems to get bigger and bigger. This story larger and larger. The cover up larger and larger. And I don't know. Um, please link that website. You got it. I'll link the website. Here you go. So so uh, that's the thing. I don't know. What do you guys believe? Like I said, I'm not trying to make you believe this is true or false, but uh, consider it. Uh, just consider it. I think that's part of why we do this and kind of get together and kick these ideas back and forth. Because just because you, you know, you're a you know, quote conspiracy theorist, it does not mean that you have to, uh, you know, have to believe all the things. So it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Let's uh, see. Okay, just reading, catching up on the chat. What's up, Enlightened Mank? It says, Paul Cook, YouTube channel, has got some videos of man-made coastlines made of red brick. Okay, actually, let's do this real quick. So this is this is the the uh, the story real fast from an individual by the name of uh, Lava Canyon. And this is how this story began. So let me just play a smidge of this as we uh, truck on into the night. Here we go. Across a pretty cool theory. The theory is that many buildings used today could have been built by another oldish civilization and were adopted or stolen, then repaired. What are some of these buildings? The White House, the Salt Lake Temple, the U.S. State Capitals, many of the St. Petersburg's buildings in Russia, and the Bund area in Shanghai, China. 
Just to name a few, however, what exactly isn't isn't inherited does vary from theorist to theorist. But yes, these do spread throughout the world. It is great having you choose my videos to watch and I hope you enjoy them. So why is this believed? The main oddity pushing forward this theory is how many of these buildings seem to be sunken into the ground. Let's look at the Salt Lake Temple. It's a great big building in Utah of the United States and is said to have started construction from 1847 to 1893. This place had some touch-ups for the surrounding ground of the temple in 1963, revealing a lot of structure underneath the building. It looks to continue, maybe even having another entranceway. The windows also seem to continue, and perhaps they were originally meant to be used as such. Once the touch-ups finished, the area was buried back again. Let's look at some of the buildings in St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg of Russia was founded during 1703 and named after Peter the Great. Many of these buildings do look to cut things off into the ground, like potential window holes or entrances. These ground level designs seem strange nonetheless. This is where the term mud flood comes in, as this is a theory of what happened to these buildings. Worldwide structures being flooded and buried during the Middle Ages, the general idea being around 1600 AD. Could have been a cataclysm or a result of war, but nonetheless imply these buildings were made before it happened, which would go against the official construction dates of these buildings. Okay, so war itself or some sort of a cataclysm possibly caused this. Again, back to that idea on um, you know on Reddit, like they said, maybe there was some sort of oscillation uh, that liquefied the sand, something like this. Maybe some sort of like advanced, uh, maybe sound weapon, uh, Havana syndrome. Anyone uh, on a worldwide level, but something like this, right? Uh, I don't. Again, I don't know. Uh, there you go. HB says this is the topic of topics. All right. Well. Well, I'm, I'm glad we could touch on it. Like I said, I, my only regret here is I don't know a ton more about this. And so uh, looking, looking to hear from you guys. What do you think about this? Like I said, if you're super into this, uh, like I said, this conspiracy goes super deep. This rabbit hole goes so deep. It's one of those ones where everything starts to become connected into it. And I'm not sold on all the connections. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm right about anything. So I'm going to keep thinking about it. I'm going to keep doing this and considering the, these possibilities. But there, there's a ton here. There's a ton. You can kind of weave in a bunch of history. You can weave in a bunch of like the biblical stuff, like the biblical flood. And again, like the old great resets and it, it, those those types of things to me, like I said, are not necessarily out of the realm of ridiculous because, well, I mean, we've had tons of great resets, haven't we? You can kind of trace back. Uh, I mean, we're trying to have one now, aren't we? Yeah, I have no idea. You guys tell me. All right, Fred, have a good night. But yeah, so that's what we're doing. We're gonna. I'm going to keep an eye on this as this thing develops. Like I said, it's a brand new theory to me. Like uh, I only heard about this from Clayton on Rockfin. So Clayton, if you're out there, shout out to you, my brother. Thanks for pointing this out. And um, I'll learn more about this. We'll talk about this in the future if you guys are into this type of thing. And uh, well... This, that's what this show's about, isn't it? It's uh, it's about being in the right place and considering uh, all the crazy crazy stuff out there. So that's, here's just another one. Add it to the quiver. <laughs> another stripe to the tiger, right? Uh, okay, so so that's what's up. That's what's going on. What do you guys believe in this, and do you think it's real? And if you don't, uh, why not? I think that's 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 another important part of this this um this theory here is uh, if you don't believe it, why not? Right. It's like you, you got to be able to take both and consider uh, both possibilities as being um, true, right? Or, you know, at least remotely true. 
And so that's uh, that's what Troubled Minds is really about, kind of kicking them together and uh, making a making a coherent something or other, having a coherent conversation. But like I said, when it goes so deep, it's difficult because you end up telling this long story, adding all these elements and parts into it, and uh, it just becomes kind of uh, kind of. Uh, uh, rambly, rambly, too much rambly, too much rambly, not enough story becomes right. When you start connecting everything into it, it becomes uh, just, uh, uh, liquefied sand. If you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Maybe we'll do, yeah, maybe we'll do a mud, mud, uh, mud fossil show next month. Yeah, there you go. There's a new one as well to me. So, okay. So as we finish this up, uh, you guys know the drill. We're going to get together and do this show again, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 PM Pacific. And we consider all the things. And, uh, like I said, you guys are all invited on this show. I'd love to have you on the show. And uh, we're taking all uh, all requests as well. So uh, give us a request if you uh, want to hear about a particular topic that we haven't uh, really discussed yet, we haven't considered yet, or if you want to revisit something like uh, maybe this wasn't enough, maybe this is just a primer for more um, Tartaria in the future and the mud floods. That's okay. Like I said, uh, we're we're going to get started and uh, just can continue thinking about this and considering the possibilities. And that's what uh, we're all about. So so as we finish up, you guys know the drill. Uh, if you're if you're uh, we're going to go one more hour. We're not done yet. But if you want to be uh, if, uh, yeah, basically here's where this goes. We're going to do a third hour of troubled minds. That's what's up. If you're listening to us on the Fringe FM. Stay tuned for Joe Roop lighting the void and if you're listening on any other platform, including the podcast platform, let me turn this down because apparently now my audio is all jacked up. Uh, so if you're listening to us on the podcast platform or anywhere else, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. Once again, if you're listening to us on uh, Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop and lighting the void. And at the end, I don't know. I don't have a conclusion here because there's, well, there's a lot. And and there's a lot more. We've barely touched on this. So we're going to keep considering this and talking about this and uh, keep an eye on it as it develops, as these theories kind of keep coming out. And i uh, love to hear from you. You guys know the drill. So as we finish, we'll be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Pacific for more Troubled Minds. And be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. guys two minute break we got more trouble minds coming up if you're interested and we're taking phone calls and uh, like i said i don't know a ton about this so clearly that part is obvious but uh it doesn't much matter right you can kind of kick it off and start us somewhere and if you're interested or know about this have some theories we're still talking about tartaria and the mud floods and this whole bit and we'll play the rest of this youtube video it's, it's pretty short but again i'd love to hear from you guys what are your thoughts on this is it a bunch of bs is there something else is uh yeah what do you think that's the deal so if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org click the discord link get in here and uh, we'll put you on the show but right now two minute break 
two minute break more trouble blinds coming up go hit the restroom top off your drink put the kids to bed whatever you have to do two minutes more trouble blinds coming up be right back All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are still talking about the mud flood theory, Tartaria, and of course, uh, old school Tartary as it was on the old maps, T-A-R-T-A-R-Y. And what is this all about? Uh, do you believe this to be true? Uh, do you like to consider the possibilities here? Or do you think it's a bunch of hogwash? I think that's the thing is that, uh, you know, you, you got to be able to consider all the things as being possible because uh, once once you can't, I think you start limiting yourself. And that's what we're talking about tonight. So got a little bit more of a YouTube video we'll play regarding this, which, by the way, it's really short. Uh, it's uh, let's see, this this YouTube video is done by a guy named what is this? He's called uh, Lava Canyon. And I linked it already. I'll link it again. But it's a real short five minute video. And he's got uh, well, a ton of views. He's got uh, 165,000 views in the past year just on this uh, short Tartaria theory, the mud flood. So uh, I don't know, right? And clearly, people are interested. They're they're into the idea. I think that's the that's the interesting part here is that it, it seems to be growing. It seems to be one of those situations where it gets uh, larger and larger, and they talk about this more and more. And I think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna stop. But if it gets to the point of like you know I don't know flat Earth and all the rest of this. I'm not so sure, right? Like, you're not sure where to draw the line because it really starts to cloud reality in general. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but uh, let's go. We got, uh, we're still taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show. And by the way, clouding reality in general is fine by me. Uh, it's your reality after all. Uh, it's not mine. And mine is mine. Yours is yours. Uh, but I think that, you know, too far down rabbit holes, in my opinion, is also bad. You got to have, like I said, you got to have a rope and an anchor to get yourself back up. Because sometimes once you go down, it's uh, right. It, it kind of changes the paradigm of just the way the world works in your mind and your brain. So, yeah, you kind of got to have an anchor here. Um, oh, we got um, looks like we got both Rohan and uh, and Kelly on. So, yeah, welcome to the show, guys. Rohan, I saw you there first. Let's go, Rohan. And then we'll mix Kelly in. Test one, two. You there, buddy? Anybody? Test one, two. Rohan. And then we'll mix Kelly in. What's up, bro? Test one, two. How you doing, buddy? Welcome Test to the show. Two. Man, I, I sound great through your through your system. Now. And then we'll mix Kelly in. What's up, bro? Test man? one, two. <laughs> now you're coming through again. Is that me? Oh, it might oh, be sorry. me. No, you're good. Okay, all right. I sent it the wrong way. <laughs> That's all right. Welcome to the show. What's up, Rohan? How are you? Hello, hello? I hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, I'm, I'm good, yeah. So I hurt myself back as well. He did it to me. Damn you. <laughs> Is it done? Is it fixed? Yeah, I can now. Uh, yeah, we're all good. No, it's damn routine. You know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you click the wrong button, everything goes to hell in a handbasket. Uh, all right, so I think all my buttons are clicked appropriately. All right, all right. So, so what are your thoughts on this mud flood stuff? What the hell's going on with this, man? Hello, hello? All right, I'm not sure exactly what's going on with Rohan's stuff here, but it uh, looks like he's going to reboot. All right, Kelly, <laughs> what's up, brother? Whenever you're ready. I was, uh, Rohan was waiting first, so I wanted to cut to him. Uh, he was waiting longest, but welcome to the show. What's up, my man? How are you tonight? All right. <clears throat> How you guys doing, man? 
Ah, okay. Okay. This one's a little over my head, the Tartaria and mud floods, but, um, you know, uh, you don't have to know it all to talk about it, do you? <laughs> no, we can, uh, there's a lot of people to fill in the parts. Absolutely. That missing, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so what, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, actually, uh, go, go ahead and give us your thought and then we'll get Rohan on and test his, uh, test his audio in just a sec here. But what are your thoughts? Have you heard of this first? Have you heard of this mud flood Tartaria theory? I mean, I, I, I did briefly uh, running across some of this stuff. Um, but again, it was for me, you know, for, you know, the, the, some of the stuff that I researched too, because it was kind of like, it brought me to where even like what Jennifer was talking about earlier, where, um, you know, the Sumerian aspect, right? So there's a group that was, you know, they, they, that history has uh, noted that it, it was like a breakaway from the Sumerians. You know, because uh, Sumerian was, you know, all through, you know, upper, it was like through, uh, you know, obviously we we know it was Iraq, but it was up, like up to Turkey. Then you go up to Europe and then, you know, west uh, Western Asia, which is, you know, uh, Eastern Europe, What you know, through that area. But with the, I'll, I'll do some connections here in a little bit, but. Um, what's interesting for me is like they were talking about that, you know, breakaway from Sumerians. There are like nomad, nomadic tribes, and they were called Samartarians. S A M or S A R M A T I A N. Oh, like, a, like but, a good Samaritan, like a good Samaritan. Yeah, yeah. They're they're called, you know, and then they, they were like, they, you know, they claimed that there was a break off, which is, you know, there's got scientific fact that some of these, you know, nomadic tribes. You know, they just kind of like left the area when, you know, they were exchanged from like Babylonia, you know, Samaria. There was the time changes, even religions and stuff. But uh, what's interesting, you know, for that, you know, through thematic tribes were, you know, and you were talking about like with giants and stuff like that. You know, if you go up to uh, European, uh, uh, through those nomadic tribes up to like, you know, Western uh, Asia, right, through like where uh, Russia is now talked about this before was called their you know the giants there were that was actually the world renowned giants where they were called the kurgans right the kurgan that known as the kurgan giants and uh you know what's what's interesting was like through there there was uh before i get to that part but i just want to say that like you know there's been other people that talk about you know a mat a worldwide civilization you know that, that was uh very technology you know, and it only shows through, like, some of the, you know, the architects that you're talking about. Not only through, like, what you've shown, but even older, you know. And uh, I don't know, that tech is that you can see is which is left in stone, you know what I mean? So that's where it's pretty crazy. And, and there's some stuff that you can actually uh, verify that, you know, some of the stuff that's worldwide, right? Like they're saying, like burials, like mummifications, building architecture, you know, structure, uh, structures and stuff like that, you know. But what's interesting too, like the whole Sumerian connection to the South American South America connection was where there was a, a bowl that they found down in Bolivia, right? It was called the uh, Magna Fuente Bowl, and then in the inside of that bowl, it looks like a uh, pre pre cuneiform. Uh, uh, or looks like Sumerian writing, and and it just talks about and on the bowl, both sides is like one for male and one for female, 
and it's almost talking like uh, like about creation and stuff but um i don't know man for me like the whole i, I like what i tripped out what kind of confused me when i first started into that where like yeah the whole mud flood where that the mud flood part came in you know but then i you know when listening to some of the stuff and then kind of like dabbing into it again where uh you're talking about like how they said it's a conspiracy where it could be like buried from like wars and stuff through all through europe and stuff you know like russia or like yeah western russia and stuff like that uh, you know that could be you know because you know that that does happen through wars you know they're always trying to cover up some kind of history yeah, I, I think that's for sure. Uh, like uh, the the great attrition that humans are really perpetrating on the earth is war. I mean, uh, like, can you imagine if, if there was no war, how much amazing stuff would be left on the earth? Like, it would be incredible. And uh, yeah, so I I think for sure there's there's no doubt about that whatsoever. Um, but yeah, like considering like the the flood itself, like the mud flood, is again the thing that kind of gets me a little bit because it, it would have to be, uh, it would have to be like on a worldwide basis, right? It have to be huge here. Um, yeah, always great stuff. I appreciate it, Kelly. Um, so, so what's your next thought? Let's test Rohan real quick and get him in the mix. Let's make sure his audio is working and then we'll keep on anything. I don't want, I don't want to cut you off and get your train of thought. So, uh, if you want to finish your point, go, go ahead, but let's get Rohan back in the mix here. Oh no, go ahead with him. Cause I know he's over in a different time zone, you know, let him jump in because I got, I already got some notes that I can already, you know, you know, fix that too. So you can go ahead and okay. we, play we Rohan. Can- we can all do it. We don't have to just code. Oh, no. what you it? carry on. I've got to say, it's just me doing technical stuff. Sorry about that. <laughs> all right. No, well, you carry well, on. Welcome to the show. Carry on, Keller. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Cheers. I am just Rose Bartz. <laughs> Not really. I'm the real one. Okay. All right. You carry, carry on, Keller. Carry on. Okay. So, like, you know, again, you know, the connections from, you know, where they talk about worldwide, right? And, and sometimes, you know, uh, for me, like I was uh, – uh, wanted to talk about was the connection right so we talk about like that weird bowl that was called the magna fuente bowl which was you know has sumerian writing which was found in bolivia now some of the old you know stories when they were talking to some of the people that you know the natives that were from uh bolivia when they were talking about um these people that came on these reed boats right and these big giant reed boats and they were the ones that had the elongated skulls and that's where uh, the guy named Brian Forrester, he, you know, he lives down in Peru. And that's where they landed at in Peru, right? And uh, these gi- what's interesting is those giant reed boats are the exact same type reed boats. I'm talking like same design, how to make it, how to fold the reeds and everything. And, and those are the ones, the same reed boats that you find like in, um, that they use in the, on the Nile through Egypt all the way, you know, through, because uh, the Nile River was pretty long, but... Like all through there, the whole Nile River, they use the same type reed, uh, reed boat, the whole structure and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so just a, I know a little bit about this. Uh, Thor Heyerdahl, uh, he actually did a con. The voyage was called the Contiki Voyage, right? And so he tried to prove that this was the case that the uh, you know Africans could actually get to North America or South America in the old days with just a reed boat. And so he found uh, supposedly the way that they created exactly what you're talking about, and was able to sur- uh, cross navigate the from Africa to South America. The first time failed, I believe, but the second time I think they succeeded. But yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Thor Heyerdahl, and I think it's the Contiki voyage is what they called that. But but yeah, go right ahead. 
Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the one that they were showing, right? But for me, when I look at some of this stuff, it's not only through read boats, right? That they, you know, people like that could have, maybe they could have snuck through here, you know, if, because the reason why I'm bringing that up, all right? And this is a study through uh, Brian Forrester's study, right? Well, the elongated skull things, right? But so that whole Samarit, Samaritans, right? That were from you know the that the Sumerian Sumerians, right? Through um, through uh, Iraq, right? Those nomadic tribes, the Kurgan giants that were through there, they were actually through all through the Western and uh, Caspian Sea, which is in uh, Western Russia, right? Well, the biggest collection of elongated skulls that they found is. Only not, not it is Peru, right? But this next biggest area is from the Black Sea, between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea. That's where the second largest amount of like elongated skulls. And these elongated skulls, we're not talking about like you know, we're you know, yes, there there's been some cultures that have uh, head binding. These are a whole different type of uh, you know uh, skulls, right? We're we're talking about the you know the structures of the. Right, the 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 lines in the skull, right? There, these skulls only have two. But not only that, were the um, uh, the uh, the magna, uh, the um, where the spinal cord comes out from the skull, right? The the hole from that is moved back only because, and that's a that's a, a DNA structure, right? It's not that wasn't due to head binding. That is something that was like you know that they were born like that, right? So. I mean, you have all these weird connections where, like, a world connection was. But if if you look at other cultures, right, they're also they're not talking about like they're not only talking about like maybe read boats once in a while. I don't believe that that. I mean, yes, that uh, you know that'd be one way to do it. But like, have massive culture and everything else coming across you. I would say that you know I'm going. That's where I'm going with this Anunnaki part, where it you know. All these cultures talk about their their gods are coming down from the sky, right? And to have that type of um, that culture, because when they when they talked about in the Sumerian text with through uh, uh, Zechariah's ancient books, he talked about uh, like when uh, one of the uh, the Anunnaki, which is um, uh, Negazita, right? He he went down to South America, and down there it was like a lost civilization where. The Aztecs and the Mayans, they had, you know, they, they believed, you know, they believed in the old ways. They had the old technology and everything where, you know, they were the first, you know, taught humans. And, you know, that was, that was kind of surprising to them that they were still surviving like that. That was one story. But the other one for, for me is, you know, some of the ones that they had down there is just like that. The, is another one of the buildings, right? Let's talk about buildings. For me, the worldwide thing for me is just the way they're building. I'm talking structurally too. What they used to call the the clamps, you know, the clamps where it looks like eye clamps where they put these buildings together. I mean, there's no mortar in between these things either. These things are like, you know, cut like the laser sh sharp stuff with kind of like, you know, you find down in Bolivia and Peru. Like, uh, what is it? Um, I don't know, Puna Punku, stuff like that. I mean, it's all in it's all in the structure. You could see that stuff that it was, but those like eyelets too, those clamps. For me, why would everybody do it? You know, worldwide, you find that worldwide. So it's interesting that you're that people say that there was a world civilization. Yeah, it was because it was all connected at one time. For me, anyway, 
that's why I always say when I can always go back to that thing, the ancient stories of the Sumerians, because, you know, their writing of what they left behind. And it's interesting, even, you know, that's where the whole biblical thing, yeah, it's the same thing that was, you know, even older, which is the seven tablets of creation. So... Fantastic stuff, uh, and uh, I agree with you, and I was actually going to bring up a little bit earlier the pyramids as well, like uh, if we're talking about uh, these civilizations that supposedly are separated through thousands of years in time, somehow have very similar structures like they kind of shouldn't, right? That kind of thing really fits into this as well. Um, let's get uh, great stuff, Kelly. Thank you. Uh, you're, you're welcome to stay as long as you want, so uh, no, not running you off, but let's get Rohan into this mix. What do you think, Rohan? Uh, good stuff from Kelly. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the, the yeah. floods and all the rest? Oh, yeah, I've got a few notes, actually, but I'm just going to jump bump off the back of a mention Pum Pumka, Kelly, because I don't know um, if you know that I'm into these remote viewers, Farsight Institute. They've been doing it a long time. You know, I talk about remote viewing sometimes. They remote viewed Puma Pumka, and they said those strange-shaped blocks were being created. They had a fabricator machine just knocking them out, popping them out. Boom, 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 boom. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, I can't prove it, but do you know what I'm saying? It gets me wondering. So then I think, funnily enough, Mike, Michael, um, I, did a, I did a show today, so I got my new podcast. did a show today. Now, it's not about this, but I said at the start of the show that uh, ancient civilizations permeate everything. In everything. Everything in politics. It might not seem like it. Everything in politics. Everything in your history, every single thing you go around these conspiracy routes, it always gets into somehow ancient civilizations. Okay, and my, my show today was basically it was given a bit of a big up for Graham Hancock, um, Gobekli Tepe, and there's a new sister site been announced just about a month ago, uh, Callahan Tepe. So, I did a quick overview on this, but in this, that story, it ties in with this as it happens because I mean, you've got. Look, to double back, in Micronesia, there's a place called uh, Nanmadal. That's a man-made island, okay? In the Indian epics, they talked about uh, Rama had these uh, these ape men, these monkey men, uh, Hanuman men. They were built in Adam's Bridge, and they found that. You know, these they're the Giant's Causeway. There's one in Ireland, there's one in Scotland. They're supposed to have been linked at one time, a bridge made by giants or whatever, okay? Now, in this uh, show I've done today about Gobekli Tepe, we're talking Anatolia. Now, Vicky mentioned she had a Turkish boyfriend or husband that used to talk about Tataria in Turkey. Well, you know, Gobekli Tepe, turns out, that's the oldest m m megalith known now. Now, the reason, now, we talk, when we're talking mud floods, this is what we're talking. We're talking the Younger Dryas period, okay end of the pleistocene era yeah there's there's it's, there's evidence now we know now that the northern hemisphere was hit by a massive asteroid we know this okay because the global temperatures the temperatures are dropping in the northern hemisphere okay we know this it's scientifically shown okay so what's happened is we've had we have had a massive flood and this massive flood perfectly coincides with plato saying when atlantis fell when underwater exactly now people argue that plato was probably making it up but he specifically said this is a true story and even if he was making it up he ate the exact time about eleven half thousand years ago do you know what i'm saying so it looks like yeah there was a massive deluge do you know what i mean and when i think back to this these reset ideas what we see in the matrix they keep continuously resetting a resetting a zion don't they do you know what I mean? And then somebody mentioned, I think the Night Stalker mentioned that could it be that some, you know, incoming elites 
whatever you know some elites want to take over the old elites or the you know the whatever well that's i thought that was interesting as well because i've heard that about the rothschilds i don't know where it was i think it might be to do the box saga but i heard that they just basically supplanted a very very wealthy ancient family and just stole their identity stole the wealth do you know what i mean and went in a different direction do you know what I'm saying? And then when I think to somebody mentioning the red bricks, I'd never heard of that, but it still raised a flag in my head, Michael. I thought, where, have I, where am I thinking? Why are these red bricks sticking in my head? And then I think, hang on a minute, Game of Thrones, the Red Keep, King's Landing, that was the residence of the Andals and the First Men. And I think, what are they... Are, are they messing with us? Do you know what I'm saying? Are they, they're all saying <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then when I look at the Vikings, seen the TV show Vikings, seen Vikings. You watch the TV show Vikings. I didn't know. I, didn't, I had no idea. Just the first season. Dude, they meet the Russians when they, they're looking for land, aren't they? Yeah. Vikings are looking for land. They're struggling to farm. It's harsh. It's tough. So they find England. They come trying to invade. Yeah. But when they found Russia, there, there was no invading Russia. I didn't, I didn't know anything about Russian history. It occurred to me after watching Vikings, I only know about the CCP and that's it. But when the Vikings in the TV show, and it's supposed to be all historically accurate, when they find the Russians, the Russians had a well-established empire. They were living, living in the lap of luxury. And so when they found the Russians, it was like, okay, there's no way we're invading these guys. We can only trade and get information and, and stuff from them. And that's where the Vikings got a lot of their information about the rest of the world. And you think, hang on a minute, in the TV show, it's showing the, the, it's showing the Vikings are trying to do the conquest thing. They're trying to build themselves up. They're doing well. But Russia's already laughing. They're doing great. They've got jacuzzis out in the snow. Do you know what I mean? They're in the lap of luxury. And I'm thinking, but there's no context for it. And I'm thinking, where the hell did that come from? But now it makes sense all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Kelly, Kelly, go ahead, my man. Thoughts on all any of the rest of that, plus whatever you got. You got, you guys are the best, man. <laughs> uh, saving my ass again. Thank, thank you guys to all the amazing calls tonight. Thank you guys for both jumping in here. Uh, I think uh, interesting that when you look far enough back, right, you kind of see the future, don't you? <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, just real quick, what he was talking about with the. You know what's interesting too is like more and more. And more, it's weird. I'm, I'm finding more research and everything they're talking about ancient. There's like, but it's been buried. It's been like everything else is, you know, where it's like, like history is always, I wouldn't say buried, but, you know, they say buried, but it's like, you know, or not talked about where, you know, it's been hidden. But yeah, all through like uh, Europe, through like, um, like, um, what is it, Scotland and, and Ireland, they had some weird... I mean, you know, the whole thing with, like, too, but, like, all through, like, that area, too, was known as, you know, they had giants and stuff as well. You know, all through that whole area, those upper, upper areas like that, you know, Iceland and stuff like that, too, you have all these ancient stories, you know. That's what's, uh, that's what's pretty incredible. Like, you know, we talked about, I talked about that one in the show, too, like, you know, the ones from Russia, right, you know, but... For me too is another thing I wanted to add was um, uh, about like I know there's been some places where to talk about the flood, right? But you, I like I, if I when I notice some stuff like Obekli Tepe, to me that doesn't look like it was buried from a flood. You know, it was more like they somebody buried it. You know, like more like they were buried. Um, man buried him instead of like you know it was uh, it was done with the flood, 
But who oh, knows? That's correct. Yeah. No, they did. They did. They did they, no, it was definitely, definitely buried. And the funny thing, I'm glad you mentioned that because I had decided to look into the translations of Turkish and Kurdish. And one of them, I struggled to find the Kurdish translation for one of them. But I did find that in Turkish, Mir, uh, Menir, and Mirazan was the Kurdish word. I couldn't find a reason for it. But uh, in Turkish, Mirazan means. Uh, kingdom so i thought hmm, you think about it uh, it's like a buried kingdom or a dead king do you know what i mean mm. so i thought weird and i'll just say a little spoiler alert on the show there was another word that they used for gobekli tepe in kurdish and it was evil <laughs> so i don't know if that counts for anything <laughs> ah evil why not right right mm. <laughs> yeah, you know what you know what's interesting about that too with talk about gobekli tepe there was actually there's the um the aboriginals right they were some of the ancient uh you know that the, they were talking with the uh the uh ancestors you know the old the older folks from the but they have you know they were doing a a ceremony but they you know they you know how they dress they, they write stuff on themselves where there was a symbol that he wrote that he drew on his chest right it's like a a horseshoe one was upside down the other one in like a circle or a square but it was the exact same symbol that they found on gobekli tepe on one of the statues on there so, when I write why I kind of bring that up, I go back to you know, like uh, Zachary Stinchin's book, right? That's called the uh, the Lost Book Yankee. In there, they talk about you know again about like these different regions of the Earth, right? Where, but they were in, in that book, they they were talking about splitting up the, uh, the Earth in regions for the families, right? And it was in the twelfth tablet, right? And there was uh, four regions: three of them for man, one for Anunnaki. The first one was the, uh, you know, the the Eden lands were the older ones. That one's for like Enlil and his families, right? Second land was the second region was it would be in the the two narrows in between the two narrows that was Inky's family, and then the third was uh, not to be mingling with the other two, and it was in a distant land, and that was for their sister Inanna, and the fourth one was just for the Anunnaki, right? And they call it the peninsula of the place of the chariots where they park their, like, you know, their UFOs or, you know, their flying saucers or whatever they want to call them, you know. But that's what's pretty interesting, like how some places where they just split it all up. And I don't know, man, like the whole missing land mass between, I can't remember what they called it, between, like, uh, in India and uh, Australia, right? There was, like, uh, started was with Moo. a K. Moo. Was it Moo? I, I thought it so. started with a K. Yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I thought it was Moo. There was Pangea, and there was Moo, and, and, and I got another. It was uh, the people of Hever as well. I don't know if they had a, a landmass, but I know the people of Hever. I'd, I'd never hear any. The only reason I even know about them is from a cartoon when I was a kid. Do you know what I mean? Never hear about it. From a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an amazing cartoon. It's Mr. Cities of Gold. It, it, it goes into the Olmecs, and the Olmecs are aliens, and you think, what? We're looking in it now. Yeah. Right, for sure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, go ahead, Kelly. What's interesting too, like all through, okay, let's. I want to go back to Turkey, right? Well, you have like, say, like those those places that are buried, but they also at the same time they also had like in the um, Cappadocia area, right? They had Darren Kuyu where the, all those those caves and stuff were, and then it held thousands of people. Why were they, you know, building stuff underground? You know. So is it wars, galactic wars? Is it like the the Sumerian Anunnaki stories are true? 
Like, it's weird, man. For me, I just put that stuff together, like, even in the Hindu Valley, right, all through Pakistan down into uh, India, right, where you find, like, in, or even in uh, in, in uh, uh, the desert sands in Egypt, right, where you have, like, that's like vitrified glass, this whole, the whole, it's like carpeted, uh, like, all the all the sand, the top layers of sand is vitrified, it's glass, right? It, it, it's crazy, man. To find out... That yeah, I mean, if you have something like that, like if the whole Anunnaki story is true, they had you know they had their spacecraft, they're flying around everywhere, you know, creating their civilizations, handing out these what they call Emmys, which created civilizations, right? But they're all teaching the same shit. The build, the way they're building, that's what I'm saying. People overlook that, you know, those clamps I'm talking about, how they put, you know, they connect these rocks together and stuff. Because you know, over time, yes, they you know they know they had earthquakes and they didn't want to have movements on that stuff. But you can, even in some of those ones they found in Egypt, there's, they're there even inside the glass, inside the museums where they took them out. And, you know, you could actually see them. They got written stuff written on them and stuff. It's pretty interesting, man. For me, that's almost like a given. That there was either one, there was the same builders or the same teachers that taught everybody how to build the same way. Use the same clamps for, you know, the same reason. For sure, hundred uh, percent. Hey guys, uh, we got a phone call here. You guys mind hanging around? I'll take this phone call real quick. It's uh, Phil, Phil in Oregon. Go for it. Go ahead. Okay, let's do it. Let's uh, let's go to uh, our good buddy Phil in Oregon. Welcome to the show, my friend. You're on with Mike, Kelly, and Rohan. Go right ahead, sir. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hello, hello. One, one thing I would well. You remember your original logo for your show? Um, I'm not sure what you mean, but go ahead. <laughs> Wardrobe? Uh, well, I clicked and like, looked at you on YouTube because you had the alien profile, not the straight-on look at the alien, but the alien profile. I thought that was kind of hilarious. Oh, clicked right. on it, and uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yep, the old-school one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, put that on a spreadsheet, I'll buy $5, I tell you what. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey. actually, uh, do me a favor. You're cutting in and out. Can you get closer to your phone or your mic or take it off speaker or whatever's going on? It's hard to hear you coming through. Uh, yeah, i that. Yeah, if you're on speaker, <laughs> it, it really screws with the technology because it's not the best, right? We don't have like a super, super high-tech. Sorry about here. that. Okay, perfect. Much better. Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Go right ahead. Couldn't could barely hear you before. Now you're loud and clear. What the heck? Can you hear me now? No, no, no. Hey, welcome to my life, man. I'm all, I'm, I'm constantly pushing buttons, going, "Why doesn't this shit work?" <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that wasn't working. Uh, so, yeah, that would be cool. I, I uh, would like to have that. But uh, back to the the topic it, that which was uh, mud flood. Uh, they call it mud flood, but all those beautiful uh, buildings with their architecture, uh, they used to call it destroyed by fire. And there's an amazing amount of fires that happened during a short period of time. And if you look at the pictures of the fires, it's like, 
more than a fire almost, is everything's just like leveled. Pretty horrifying. Okay, so like uh, almost like it was intentional, like they're trying to erase these from history through other means. Well, uh, well, you gotta admit it was beautiful architecture. For sure. Definitely. And uh, that seems to be mainly the only thing that was destroyed. I'm just saying. And doesn't exactly look like a fire, but hey, <laughs> let's call it a mud flood. Sure. Well, well, okay. I think I think part of it too is is not just that in particular. It's also the other bit with you know the the basements and sub basements and them kind of excavating things and finding stuff happening down below the ground, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so have you heard of this before? This mud flood theory is this the first time, or you heard this before? Yeah, I've been following it. I've been following it for quite a while. Uh, and well, that's the that's the part that I picked out of the whole thing is that a lot of a lot of cities burnt in the late 1800s and uh, that's where all the architecture went and when you go and look at what happened it's um, pretty devastating whatever happened there's pictures of it you know yeah i mean all the world wars and all like literally if you go take from like 1900 to the year 2000 like Chicago just, Fire. Yeah, just those hundred years, man. So Chicago Fire, yeah. San Francisco Fire, uh, yeah. St. Louis, yeah. a lot of places. Yeah, agreed. That's kind of what I'm saying here is that uh, was it really everybody just trying to start fires or was there something else to this? I don't know. Well, they, I know. Right, but it's weird the buildings destroyed by fire be attributed to a flood kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, uh, sure. And then uh, one other thing I would like to mention is uh, on the Tesla thing. You know, you, you drive a, a part of the American uh, telegraph system was used to be powered by you drive two dissimilar metals into the ground and then they uh, conduct electricity to power the telegraph. Right? So, there's that. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And I didn't uh, like uh, uh, Michael Cremo, the uh, Forbidden Archaeology, I think is what the topic's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forbidden Archaeology. Exactly. So, uh, yep. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, modern tools buried in coal. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I just thought I'd uh, give my two cents and uh, sorry about the phone mishap there. You're okay. You're okay. Just, yeah, speakerphone's bad for this uh, format. I appreciate the phone call. Everybody follow our good buddy Phil here. He's got a YouTube channel. If you scroll down to the bottom of our YouTube channel, he's linked. Find Phil. Go tell Phil Michael Strange sent you. Go say hi and uh, uh, go watch his videos. Appreciate the call, my friend. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Peace out. Thanks a lot. Have a great night. There you go. There you go. So that's Phil. His name is Phil Christophers. Uh, scroll down. You can find his channel there. All right, gentlemen, anything on that? Let's go back to Kelly. If you're there. Trying not to step on my dog here. She's underneath me with the squeaky toy. Can you guys hear the squeaky toy? <laughs> nah, I really don't. Um, I don't know, man. Sometimes I wonder about that. Like, call it one thing, which is something else, you know, the archaeology. Any, all that stuff is being hidden, man. It's either being hidden, destroyed, or, you know, covered upon. Like, what I don't like is, like, I'm going to bring something into is, like, the Catholic religion. 
like some of these older stuff when they did their whole crusade around the world where, you know, they didn't either call it, either burn it down or destroy it. They built a church on top of it, you know, to claim it that it's, you know, part of the, owned by the, the church now. And that's worldwide too. That's, you know, they got, they built that stuff all, all the time over ancient sites. You know, they just put an old church up there. Mm-hmm. And, and they always they always fob it off, don't they? Saying, "Oh, it just makes more sense to build on the foundations of other people to save you time." But like I say, maybe it's covering stuff up. And I've heard archaeologists brazen say, "We've been we we're told we're not allowed to dig below a certain level." So we ask why, and they say, "Oh, because there was nothing there before that." You know? Yeah, yeah, that was the whole big cover up too. Yeah, because they don't even want you to uh, dig underneath there because that you know they're claiming that you know that land for the church. Which, which is, I, you know, I call BS because, you know, if that's ancient you know, archaeology, we should be able to go underneath there and check what's going on. Yeah, there should be UNESCO sites. You know, there should be a protected sites. Really, by rise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If you protected all those sites, you'd run out of land. Mm, this is true. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Hi, Ron. Nowhere for us to live. You'd have, you'd have to kick us kick us out to orbit like uh, Elysium, right? <laughs> well, well, I mean, you know the the one big one that really got me was on the picture of the White House that you had there. Um, when they were doing the renovations or something, and the fact that they had columns that were below grade. Yeah. Right. The, the central entrance of the whole thing and stuff like that. You know, you got the Greek revival on one side, and you got the Gothic on the other side, and then you got the rotunda in the center. But the fact that the staircase kind of actually looked like it went down around all of that excavation site, and then there was like a door that was ready for someone who was I don't know, twelve to fifteen feet tall. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. It, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I just, yeah, well, I, I, I work on old buildings all the time, and one of the things that we noticed today, we're replacing the baseboards in the building. It's part of the stupid contract to make money for, you know, the all the things that really start serious arguments amongst people, you know? It, and I noticed that at some point in time in that building, they made all the floors from about 18 feet they they shrunk the floors to add an extra floor at some point in time. So instead of them being 18 feet, they were 12. We got an extra floor out of the building on four floors. It was a three-story building when they built it, and it was a four-story building when they remodeled it. And it was like, this is a really old building. You know, it's... The alleyway is part of the canal way that used to be in the city. That the reason why it's not there is because there was a flood, and instead of digging the mud out of it and the silt and the coal ash and all the garbage and everything else that was going on in most places, that they just poured concrete over the staircase that went down into the basement and called it good. You know, hey, <laughs> we've only got one basement now. You know, we went to go put a pizza oven in in one of the buildings so that the kids broke through the concrete on the floor. And when they did, they lost the post hole diggers. They dropped all the way through the floor. What the hell? There was another, there was another, because 
a lot of times the old buildings had two basements. A lot of the reason was for heating. It, it was architectural. If you have two basements down, you have that cool air in the summer and you have the warm air in the winter. Where do you build your fire? You build your fire in the bottom. If it's starting to get too cold down there, you build a fire and it'll radiate through the whole building, through passageways and airways and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. I mean, if you really wanted to get into that, that's not hard. You know, the way they used to build buildings like that. You know, almost all buildings back, in, even in New York City and everything else like that, all had chaseways in the bathrooms with windows in them that you could open up to get heat out of the basement or cool air out of the basement, and you would blow it out your windows or suck it in, depending on the season. You know, they, they build buildings back then without the need for electricity. You didn't need the heat. You didn't need the air conditioners because the building lived and breathed right. not necessarily in that matter but on its own right right that makes sense that makes sense good stuff and look this is this this is amazing because this is why we get together and do this all people from all walks of life right everybody knows all kinds of different things uh well i've never built a building but uh jay has a lot <laughs> a lot so <laughs> Uh, it's good. More than a couple. More than a couple. Yeah. More than a couple. It's fantastic, man. And not only that, you're renovating old ones, so you know, right? I don't mean like the great old ones. You're not renovating those, but you know the old ones. Uh, and there was that one great old one that I did try. <laughs> the, the great old one, <laughs> and it, it wrapped his tentacles around you. It was a wrap after that. I don't know, gentlemen. What do you think about this, Rohan? Wacky stuff. I mean, well, I, I'm, I'm on with that. I, I saw that. Uh, I can't find it now, actually. That, that massive doorway, two stories high. Yeah, it's crazy. In fact, I took a picture of an old building around the corner from me. And like, there's a proper old doorway. It's about seven foot high. That's normal. You know, <laughs> that's. You've got to ask the question. The thing is, uh, when you mentioned the giants, somebody posted about the giants, and I had a bit of a look into this years ago. And yeah, I found, I found newspapers from the 1850s, Midwest America, where all oh, they've pulled archaeologists in. And people from the universities and older scholars to come and inspect these axe heads that are four foot wide. Do you know what I mean? You know, well, ain't nobody picking them up, are they? Why, why would you build a giant axe or giant spear tips? Do you know what I mean? Why? Why do you, you don't do it? You know, you can't pick them up a ceremony, you can't pick them up. So it stands to reason, doesn't it? And then if you look at the history, oh, yeah, well, people have been talking about giants. You look at the Hopi and stuff, they're talking about giants. You know, you look at the Bible, they're talking about giants. You know, uh, David and Goliath, uh, um, Goliath had a bunch of brothers. So once they killed Goliath, they didn't tell you this in the kid's story at school, but they went off and hunted him down. Do you know what I mean? And you think, well, you know, <laughs> it's, there's something to it. And that, the elongated schools that Kelly mentioned as well with the centering of the uh, the spine, that's the, yeah, I've heard that too. That's the same with that famous... Um, that Lloyd Pye was holding, that uh, Star Child skull. I mean, that's some creepy stuff. That's That's got his spine hole in a different place, and they're saying it would make it more balanced. And our heads aren't really that well balanced. Do you know what I mean? And that, that was like made of enamel. That's a skull made of enamel with fibers in it. It's three times as stronger than a human skull. And they're pretty strong. So it's like, there's, there's something going on there. And, and the Neanderthal, they had a cranial capacity 200 centimeters bigger than ours. So something's not right, you know. So something's not right. If you guys are super into that, Kelly and I did a show on forbidden archaeology. What was it? A year ago, Kelly? Maybe a year and a half. 
It's a long time ago yeah. now, but I think we should probably revisit that at some point. But go back in the archives. Kelly and I did a full show talking about forbidden archaeology. And this man, by the way, Kelly here, keeps an actual book. If you guys don't know, he keeps an actual, actual like, because he knows, we know collectively the internet redacts shit right it gets dropped to the bottom of search engines you can't find things anymore he's got an actual book like a physical he prints shit out and keeps it because well guess what you can't find it anymore and from time to time he shares it in the discord kelly you want to tell him about the- oh what a hero yeah right go, go right ahead my friend you got tons of stuff to talk about here uh well i just for me i i started because of that same reason you know i mean i never knew because there's times where I had to dig and dig and dig. And I mean, it, I, I had to dig for what I found where it was like just a common thing, you know, but some of those stories, they, you know, they will bury them. So yeah, it took me a while. So when I did finally find it, yeah, I printed because, you know, usually it's, it wasn't really that hard, but I don't know, for some reason, you know, or they just, you know, they're gone, you know, they're like out videos, they're off of YouTube, they're no longer there. Shit, even the publisher that wanted to put it up was even gone, you know? Because I was following some of these people, but yeah, it's interesting where they don't even talk about some of this stuff where they don't even look. But yeah, I call it, I have, uh, I don't know, Michelle used to get pissed off at me because I spent a lot of money on printer ink, but, <laughs> uh, you know, because they're full full color page, you know, for the whole thing, you know, they're they're pretty good. Yeah, I, I call it my encyclopedia, that's volume one, so. Nice. Nice. Uh, Kelly's got the Masonic set from 1897 from 2020. <laughs> really, Kelly, you do? Well, well, I mean, you do. I mean, Kelly, I've got books from 1897 that are, I don't know, a good three feet tall. You know? <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, if you stack them in on it, but the thing is, though, is that was that guy's information back then. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's a, that's what you call ancient knowledge. That's what that is. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, you know, you know John like Lamb Lash, who wrote not in his image, who wrote about the Gnostics. He does a lot of etymology with it. You know, ch- checking the root words and stuff. And he says, I mean, I, I don't know, I didn't check it out, but he reckons the original meaning for the word myth means sworn testament of kings and priests. So that's crazy. If, you know, if that that's true, really crazy. I mean, but you look at the stupid information that's in the Masonic, you know, the, the history of Freemasonry. A lot of it goes back to ancient building, you know, and the the funniest thing that that gets me about things like that is they bound books like that backwards. Am I breaking up? I lost you. No, you're good. Um, I heard some feedback. I'm sorry. But, I mean, I, I look at those books. I mean, there's one that I haven't even opened. They're wrapped in wax paper. They're from, like, 1850. You know, they got a little teeny tiny wooden hand-planed thing, a binding protector, wrapped inside the wax paper in a dovetailed box that was mailed to the address okay. in 1820. Nine, I think eighteen oh my God. May of eighteen twenty nine. That might be the I, I one book the Vatican yeah. Library once. That might be the I one book a, the anchor. Jay, I, I took the pen knife and very carefully, not even to scratch the wood, so I could get my pliers on it to pull the nail out of it, so I could slide the top of it off. 
and I immediately closed. I, I pulled one book out. I cannot lie. And I very carefully unwrapped it. I closed the book. I put it back in the thing. I put it back in there and I pushed the nail in with my finger so I didn't have to use my pen knife the next time. It's been opened once. Nice. But the world of Pac is what it is. Epic. Depending on how you say it. You know, and look, I'm from Ohio. In 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 just in in uh, like modern times where it's like oh the internet the internet right but think about it think about fifty years from now how all this shit we're talking about will literally be gone you won't be able to find jack shit on the internet because it's yeah we're going to be paying Kelly four thousand bucks for a copy of his shit (laughs) exactly (laughs) keep that shit Kelly get rid of that. No, really. Yeah. There, there were masons right. that came to the house and they wanted to buy the books. I, I, I made the mistake of one time I put them on eBay and I got 83,000 emails in one day. I had to <laughs> close the account and everything, you know. I I just couldn't deal with it. So I just shut it all off and deleted it all and opened a new one. Did you get I'm so glad Kelly's done that. I wish I'd have done that, Michael. Right, I always regretted that because I never had a printer when I first started this, and I always had this intention of having a proven stuff, speculative stuff, and a, you know half proven things. Do you know what I mean? I never did it, and it's only this year since I got hacked strangely during their own stuff. I've had to start backing things up now. I never bothered doing it. Do you know what I mean? All them years, and like you say, when you did that Roswell show the other day, I thought, well, I've got something gold here because I've seen a photograph of somebody caught the Roswell UFO before it crashed and it had a halo around it as if it was a plasma field and some farmer had got it and it's black and white. It's really old. And I thought, great, I can get that off the internet. Man, I could not find I spent the whole show looking for that. Gone. Gone. Scrubbed. I'm telling you. So since we started this show again, I'm very proud. Three and a half years now. Kelly's been with us almost all of it. What's up, Kelly? Shout out to Kelly. We start Since we started this thing, we did shows three and a half years ago that I can't find this shit anymore that we did shows on then. So if you're telling me they're not doing that 1984 shit where they're literally redacting history in front of our fucking eyes, you are dreaming in such a short span. That's ridiculous. It's happening. I'm, I promise you guys it's happening. And well, why? Why do you think? It actually it cuts to the heart of what we're talking about tonight. It's because there is a great, great reset happening. It's just happening, right, as every institution digitally everywhere right they're they're removing books from libraries they're banning books and sh- i mean look what the fuck is going on people you can't buy them at barnes and noble anymore no the books that yeah. i had to read to get into college yeah you can't yeah. They, uh, yeah. barnes and noble makes a really nice set of classic books they're all the same size they all fit on the shelves nicely they're all bound nicely they're all in a paper wrapper with a leather binder on, you know, the Bible to the art of war to all of them. They're not there anymore. They're not selling those books anymore. It, it was a classic to kill a mockingbird, you know, that just without the redactions, right? You know, we're, we're losing that. I mean, I have a library in my house, and when I notice there's a book that I had to read to get into college, it's not in my house, I go find that book because I want it. If I can't find that book, it bugs me. 
and then you know you go to some place like Barnes Noble or you know the bigger box bookstores and stuff like that, even online, and try to find them, and then you have a hard time. And it's like, well, wait a minute, I've got bo- I've got a Bible from 1649. It's written in German, so it's absolutely no good to me. But I mean. You can't edit that. You're going to come over to my house and exactly, exactly. take it away learn, from me? It means you got to learn German. Get busy, brother. Kelly, tell, us, tell us about that book. Tell us about how uh, right, Kelly's been documenting this shit, like literally in real time. He's like printing stuff when he finds it. That's just not available. That's why you started this. How long ago was this project started, Kelly? You're printing and saving this stuff. Uh, I've been probably doing it for the last, I don't know, probably what? Seven years now? Oh. See? Yeah, about seven. Yeah. I started doing that seven years, but I uh, digitally, you know, I have stuff that's on, on another hard drive that I can get to. But, again, you know, that's that's even older. But, you know what I mean? I, I just wanted to have something where people can hold and see for themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I'll pull up subjects, you know, like elongated goals. I have a whole thing on that. Or, like... Well, similarities throughout history, kind of like what we're talking about now, you know, uh, or, you know, where it's, I mean, I'm talking through like religion all the way through just regular lifestyle. And, you know, d- like I said, I was for a while there, I was kind of doing a, a, a live show that I was doing. And, but I don't know, man, I kind of like how you got your set up too. But um, yeah, I did a few shows back then or, you know, a lot of people were, you know, they, I, they always keep bugging me now, still, even today, you know, to get uh, my show started back up. But, yeah, I mean, I've been doing this for a while, you know. And, uh, again, you, you guys are correct. If you guys want or even needing some of this stuff, like, if even some sometimes now, like, I should have done it a long time ago. A lot of, a lot of these videos that they had, some people had some great stuff on, on YouTube. But now, since the censorship started, that they're, you know, covering up. It's just another cover-up. It's just like you're saying, the whole reset. They want to reset all history. History doesn't is only kind of you know I I don't know some of the sayings that some people had but the one it was is like history is made by the winners right all history of you know, their domination everybody they fought were the most credible evilest enemies of the world that they had to dominate that's what you read about you know like ancient Rome and Greeks and whatever stuff like that you know all these the barbarians that they fought you know that they were all terrible Genghis Khan. You know, but if you read about some of the stuff there in compliments that they were doing, Genghis Khan was actually, you know, even though he took over some of these, you know, he wanted to incorporate, you know, a better lifestyle. But, you know, a lot of people, you know, of course, they don't they don't want to be part of that until they've seen it, you know. And he, he again, he still had he had like different religions, it's not just one. I mean, there was there's some major stories about some of the stuff that a lot of these people you know, that were claimed that they were bad back in history, you know, they, history sometimes doesn't have it all right, or they change it to, to fit a narrative. Looks a lot better in a Bram Stoker's book. <laughs> or Anne Rice. <laughs> Give me Anne Rice all day. I'll, <laughs> I'll live in that world. <laughs> well, I mean, Vod the Impaler. I mean, Vod the Impaler was the premise for that, so I'm sure some of that history got embellished, you know? No, hell yeah. Of course, of course. And so it makes you wonder, hey. right? Like, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I just want to real quick before, you know, uh, later, I just wanted to add to where the connection for me to, before I lose this, was about with the Giants over, like, over in uh, a similarity, too, where 
what you know the civilization that we're talking about earlier right? and what's the name again the um tartars for the tartarian yeah the tartarians right they even say that they might even the united states right you know because again the similarities of the building architecture okay. yep. but the other, one the other connection for me to that is you know because they're talking about it with, again with giants right but uh, over in Europe and all throughout, you know, even like in through Asia on Jap Jap Japan and stuff like that. But all through area, like in there, they were talking about dolems. That's the same thing that I was talking about before, which a dolem is looks like, um, like if you put it in the ground, it's like two stones standing up in a, a lid or like a four square, like a four square room with a lid on top of it. And these are giant massive stones that weigh, you know, hundreds of tons, you know, and, but they're just balanced perfectly. And you can find them worldwide, but what here in the United States, what's interesting is that, you know, they'll find the, the giant stories here, you know, that you find here in the United States, you know, all through the Great Lakes area, Missouri, you know, and, you know, the old tales, of, you know, of the uh, ancient, uh, you know, Native Americans that were here before, you know, that that's the whole interesting part, too, is they, you know, the redhead giants, stuff like that, like I talked about, you know, everybody's. You know, if you follow this type of stuff, even, you know, you ran across these type of stories. But that's another interesting clue or in a connection I kind of just add to that. There was also dolems here in the United States. And that that whole civilization came here, too, is kind of interesting, too, that you kind of have the same similarities to that. Yeah, that's that's the, the red-headed giants, the Lovelock Cave out here in Nevada with that whole bit, right? That, like that, there's a there, there's a lot of stories about that stuff, about giants. It's not just uh it's not just biblical. There's a there's a ton of other uh cultures that have uh, you know, actually pointed to that and said, "Hey, this is a real thing just from a long ass time ago." Crazy crazy stuff. Uh so no, no hurry as as you guys know, nobody uh, tells us when to stop, but uh we got to wind this down in the next 30 minutes anyway. So so w- w- let's uh let's continue. Let's uh, I don't know, Kelly, I wanted to Sure, go ahead. The, the, the serpent mound there in Ohio that we were talking about, I don't know, more than a couple of weeks ago probably, that I was thinking about taking, I have to take a trip out there because my family lives there and I have to visit them and all. But I was thinking about doing it at the winter solstice and taking a picture then. That'd Just, be nice. That'd be well, I mean, that, that, that could be a good picture, right? Oh yeah, that'd be. I mean, we could get a lot of info. <laughs> I hear the squeak. That's why I'm playing fetch. I'm playing fetch right now, so we're good. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Don't wake that, up, was awesome. strange. that would that would be something to see because I want to see what position is you know that they're talking about. Is it the tail or the uh, mouth or what position of you know their uh, of what of what they're seeing? You know what I'm saying? I kind I yeah. think they would be. It'll probably, I don't know, you've been there. I don't know if you, usually they tell you a little story about it. They have a plaque there. No, we went there and we were like playing frisbee with our buddies and smoking hot pot, you know. <laughs> the oak trees as kids, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, really, the, you, you went there and played around when you were kids. It's a giant, huge park. Nobody's ever there. Nobody go. No one's interested in it. That's you know. Great. That would be out of the you know what three hundred acres or whatever it is, there's probably like you know eight people there, maybe, and two of them are probably parks employees changing garbage cans, you know, yeah, right, soaking up a paycheck is what you mean, <laughs> but okay, okay, well, I mean, but really, I mean uh, you know you know making sure people aren't doing stupid, you know, 
I mean, I, I agree with the World Heritage Site stuff, you know? been kind of nice if somebody over there in Iraq was standing by the place being like, come on, man, don't smash the head. That's yeah, just stupid. Seriously. My God. Well, why would you do that? This thing is like 3,000 years old. Don't yeah, touch it. Seriously. So it's so, I mean, like, like I don't throw around the term irreverent, but holy shit. Are you going to really smash? It doesn't matter what your religion is. Exactly. It doesn't really matter. Don't crazy. walk on the burial mounds. It's messed up. <laughs> It's messed up. You know, yeah. don't, you know, just seriously, you know, just, yeah. Like, like those are, I mean, we look at the buildings here in Bingington, just the stupid little city that I live into that I get to have my opportunities to. There are tons and tons of buildings that are built here. I mean, you're talking five, maybe six stories tall brick buildings with the wooden structures that are designed to collapse in on themselves if they catch on fire so they don't catch the building next door on fire. You know, they had that hindsight of thought back in 1890 to 1920 to build buildings that way. But when you work on those buildings, they're built with recycled bricks from the ones that they tore down. They saved the bricks. It's some of the bricks, like the timbers and stuff like that, when you look at a huge beam in a building that you cut down and you look at it, and the distance between, everyone knows about how a tree grows. As the heartwood grows stronger, those rings become smaller. The sapwood rings are the long ones. That's one of the reasons why our lumber now is horrible, is because if you look at it, it's all sap ring. Because the tree only grew... 20 years, you know, lots of bull pines. How dare you know anything but, about anything? It's a bunch of bullshit, Jay. <laughs> I'm just a stupid <laughs> carpenter. Right, right. Exactly. exactly. But the thing is, though, is when they come in and they go to tear these buildings down, people come from California, Oregon, Seattle, New York City, Philadelphia, and they go in and they take all of the wood. Sometimes they'll tear the buildings down piece by piece just to, so the crusher machine doesn't ruin the timbers because they're built out of chestnut or oak or you know, you're talking about old growth lumber. You know, the Japanese are awesome and how they manage their lumber there. You know, I just it's just a, I'm just a carpenter, you know? You see those things. If it, if it, you need that awesome that piece of wood. And has an alien right in the middle. I, I'm just a carpenter with an alien right in the middle, bro. <laughs> That's funny. Carpenter. That's what Jesus said, you know. <laughs> you know what? They always, all the people that I work with all the time, because I'm always the last person to get hired, and I'm always the first person to get fired. They hire me to come in and solve all the things that we don't know how to do this trim and blah, blah, blah. So I go in there, and as soon as I teach everybody how to do it, I get fired. That's my job. We need to hire you to come in here and teach us how to do it because nobody knows how to do it, and you're the only guy. So come teach us. Right. There you go. And then you get fired. You make too much. Well, I mean, it sucks because you only work half a year. Because you're getting fired all the time, but 
you see things and people are like, we don't have time to deal with that. I'm like, do you realize you're throwing away like a $3,000 piece of cherry lumber? You know, they just, and they do it. So much crap goes into dumpsters. It really does. Hell yeah. The, the, the books that are upstairs in attics and things like that, that just get thrown away. I mean, it, it, I say a lot of times, you know, when people die, we lose a lot of history because they're never going to be able to tell us that story. So, you know, maybe we should listen to some of the stories, but the books and stuff like that, that just get thrown under the bottom of dumpsters on top of all the laughing plaster and pigeon shit and everything else like that. Yeah. Don't nobody care. You know, and it's like, you look at what happened with Urban Renewal. They tore a lot of those buildings down, the fancy ones that were in the earlier pictures in the beginning of the show. Why? Well, because it, it's it got like eight offices in it that are like 100 by 120. Who needs an office that size? You know, so they just tear the building down and build some new modern piece of crap that... In all honesty, if any kind of mud flood or, you know, regular flood or anything else like that came through, it would completely wipe it out. I mean, look at what happened in Katrina. There's an entire part of New Orleans that is nothing now. I mean, the history and everything that was there, I mean, it's all gone, but it was all built on, you know, really pissed poor foundations. If, you know, if you look at somebody a thousand years from now that wanted to start the, you know, architecture there, they found a church foundation or something underneath the ocean. You know? Yes, sir. Yes, it would sir. just be flipped, you know? I, there you go. If you guys want uh, building tips, we got the, we got your man. His name's Jay in New York. <laughs> He's got he's got the things he's got the things. All right, let's let's uh, let's start wrapping this up then. Uh, who, who wants who wants to go first? Uh, regarding all this, the mud floods. Regarding well, you know, history not being completely correct. Regarding all this, what do you think? What what are your conclusions here? And like I said, do you like this in particular? This is new to me. This whole mud flood Tartaria, new. It's all new. I remember when I was a youngster seeing Tart Tartary on the map, right on those old maps. I remember that very clearly but i didn't know it was going to turn into this so well <laughs> thoughts gentlemen who wants to go first kelly um, I'll, yeah go i'll go first go ahead kelly um just real quick because i want to get off and uh, i got to get up in the morning but sure. yeah for this stuff, man like for for me again uh, again with with everything that i read to and stuff like that i research but uh for me, it's just a, another proven point of, uh, for me, it's like the Anunnaki Sumerian story. Like, you know, the whole, you know, where the creation of, of mankind was, you know, it started all over the place on, on where you get different civilizations. And stuff. But for me, that's just a conclusion, another conclusion, another story. That's why I kind of really didn't mess around with it at first. But then, you know, looking into it a little bit further, it, you know, it kind of almost solidifies for me. They talked about all the stuff that everything else was, you know, but it, it, it's, uh, it, this is a good topic, man. It was, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's something for me that I like, uh, like I said, it's just uh, another solidification that, 
you know, that those stories are even coming to me that it's more saying that it's true, you know, that's just how I get it. That's how I take it as because, or it's something to that same effect happened, you know, it, it happened, something like that, where somebody came here, stuff like that, civilization, whether it be the, you know, it might be a different name, different people, whatever, but yeah. But real quick too, Jay, I was going to tell you, I don't know if you guys, have, uh, if you want to talk about some pretty strange archaeology before I get off real quick, because for me, it would be the Japanese temples where they made them all out of uh, straight, like, uh, wooden trees, right? The, the poles and everything. But what's interesting is none of that stuff is connected. It's all just hanging on top of each other, like the poles that make the roof and, like, all the shingles and everything. It everything. Is balanced everything. There. The reason for that is the, because the, the, the trees, yeah, they're, they're special so, care taken to make sure that you point the tree in the same direction that it was growing. You don't flip it upside down. Like yeah. if you put a two by four on a w wall, you take the extra time to make sure that you're facing that two by four the same way that it grew out of the ground. Unbelievable technique. Some of their buildings are thousands of years old. Yeah, what's interesting too, like I wanted to add though, is that uh, the reason there's there's not connected to anything, you know, there's no nails, there's nothing. And the reason for that is because of the earthquakes. It needed some flexing, you know. So they kind of actually uh, did a test. They did like a miniature version, you know, in this uh, earthquake at a university. You know, it's like an earthquake room. But the whole mm -hmm. board got up to even like 10-something, the highest it could ever go. Well, that they've known uh, that one's ever hit. And this thing, uh, it rocked, and it didn't fall over, nothing. It just actually, and when it finally settled down, it just went back to the same structural sound it was. You don't even have to go up to really check it or nothing. Maybe a couple shingles had fall off, but other than that, structurally yeah. sound. Like the soil was. actually liquefies there around the, what what is that, Mount Fuji. When the earthquakes happen there, the soil actually liquefies, and the buildings actually float. The modern buildings that they build now, sink because they have concrete and the you know modern foundations and stuff like that the older buildings are basically stacked up on a pile of rocks that are allowed to move around with the earth sate numa is the term that they use for that kind of construction it's a, and one with the earth yeah. i love that yeah I, I really do that's you know mike's thing with building the hanjin container thing and all that and everything else like that it's one of the things that you have to keep in mind in your doomsday bunker, I suppose. <laughs> you have to be in tune with the earth. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's a badass construction. That's all the thing I wanted to add. You guys have a good evening and great show, man. Pleasure. Pleasure, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. You're the best, my brother. We'll talk to you all soon. Right. Have a great night. All right. Later. Rohan, go ahead, sir. Awesome source. Yeah, I just thought, oh, it's a shame Kelly's gone. I was just going to tell him that he'd mentioned earlier in a, in the chat about um, vitrified buildings. I think he mentioned it on the show, some of these vitrified buildings made of glass. And uh, and I was going to mention, because he mentioned the Indus Valley, or the volcanic, um, or the, the glass from um, high temperatures. I don't know what they call it. Is it trinium or Tempered. something? 
you, you know the stuff, the glass from like nuclear explosions and, and whatnot. And they found a lot of that around the Indus Valley, Pakistan. They think there might have been ancient nuclear explosions in certain areas with 100 times more background radiation. But when they first discovered that, a guy fell down a hole and found a room. And he thought he'd found a statue, a glass statue of a man in a chair until he realized you can see the organs inside. And then when you realize the walls are vitrified, you're like, no, this is a guy that got caught in it and got turned to glass. Imagine that. This is crazy, isn't it? Wow. You can see his organs through it and he's intact. It's crazy. That's pretty nuts. I would want to see that. Damn right. They got, they got no, an exhibit here in Vegas. It's like, a, it's called, uh, what's it called? The, 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 uh, the human body, uh, something like this. I don't know, but they have like uh, actual like cadavers sliced into those tiny slices in glass tubes, and yeah, yeah, like literally the whole like length of the body type thing, like exhibited <laughs> in, in glass. <laughs> I've never. Yeah, they have one of those at the National Mall and the Smithsonian Institute too. Yeah, there's. I think it's at, cubed uh, man. I can't remember which which casino it's at down here, but it's in one of them right near it, down on the middle of the strip. Uh, me and a buddy of mine, the anthropologist buddy, I talk about from time to time. Uh, fantastic dude. If you're out there, shout out, buddy. You know who you are. Uh, he listens to the show. Him and his wife. But but the thing is, we were we were trying to go in and check out that exhibit, and they had it was locked down or something. Like like when we went, there was some problem or I don't know. I don't know. Kids with bubble gum or some shit. I don't know. So they wouldn't let us in. Someone stole a cube. Who knows? One little sliver. People touching shit they weren't supposed to touch. You never know. Anyway, I never got to see it. I mean, I guess I could go back, but, you know, nobody that lives in Vegas goes down to the strip. <laughs> nobody does that. Nobody well, I mean, we, we don't go to our local museums either. Exactly. We have them everywhere. And we have local artists here that are world famous. I actually have one with a museum stamp in the house from him Del Salvo it's hanging in the living room right next to the flat screen TV it it was in a museum and they closed and for whatever reason it got sold off and I picked it up and sure I'll give you 50 bucks for that it's cool it's a huge painting with silk you know they layered silk over top of it. He, he was a brilliant artist, but exactly. Anyway, go back, uh, Teppy. Let's yeah. let's let's let, let's let let's let Rohan finish up. He we he started. We cut him off. I'm sorry. Not, not me too. I started cutting him off, and then you continued, and then well, Rohan. <laughs> Wait, I know what I, you I, did. Less civilization. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, the, here's the thing: I didn't get to ask you because you had audio issues when you first hopped on. Have you heard of this uh, flood Tartaria thing up to this point? No, that's the thing. No, it's not until recent. I've, I've, I've seen the word before because I've been doing this about twenty years. I've seen the word come up, but I just assumed I thought it was about Russian oligarchs. You see what I mean? And see, you get switched up. And Jennifer made the point of there's a, a Sumerians that spoke with a sea, and it's nothing to do with ancient Iraq, Sumerians. Do you know what I mean? So you, it's so easy to, we've said it before, but it's so easy to miss these things. It's not Pokemon, is it? You can't catch them all, you know? No, hell no. Uh, apparently not. My dog, my dog, if you can hear it, she's, she's like a 10-pound Cujo attacking my foot. Anyway, don't... She's mind. looking at watch. Like, Come on, what's going on? This is extra long, dude. Exactly. Don't mind that at all. Can you hear that? <laughs> she's freaking yeah. out. Yeah. I can uh, that's it's it. Right. Oh, you pushed it too far. You took it too far, Mike. Exactly. You took it too far. Ten pound it's time for the way- walk. Yeah, right. Exactly. Probably knows how to read the clock. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. So, so you never heard of this, Rohan. And so, interestingly, that was a lot of, kind of a lot of tie-ins to some different spots in history. I think that's the mm-hmm. odd, the oddness of this, how how it kind of fits, right? It fits a lot of things. I can't believe you tied into the show added today as well. Is that, <laughs> see how it works? Well, oh, speak, speaking of the show, you did. Why don't you tell everybody about your podcast? I've been. I've oh yeah, I've done. Rohan's asked for weeks or months even to start his own oh, yeah. podcast because he's brilliant and he's like. Yeah, I got, oh. I got this, that, the other thing. You know, life, it gets in the way. I'm like, get your ass on the podcast, and guess what? And then three, bam, 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 bam. We got episodes <laughs> yeah. out. We got episodes out. Tell them about your podcast. It's it. Yeah, it's called Exiled Minds, uh, Liam Martin. I'm going to try and do um for a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 7 p.m. GMT. Um, yeah, is this tech stuff's hard, man? It takes some working out. Well done, Mike. I'm sorting all that out. It's, yeah. it's not as easy as it looks. It's a mission. You, but, you know. That's why I put myself on TV. It's not as easy as it looks on TV, right on TV. Everybody's like, oh, why don't you say this? Why don't you do that? Why don't you do the show this way or the other way? I get all kinds of feedback. It's fine, but I'm like, okay, check it out. It's not as easy as it looks. Go ahead. Try it. Try it. Just try it. I was it. feeling, I was feeling you earlier. When you, you know, so it, it takes one stupid little thing to go wrong. You're out your float, and then you, you're trying to talk. You're trying to get the mouse. You're trying to do it without making noise. you got to click, click, click. Come on, open. That's crazy. Time, this, that, the other thing, you got the dog chewing on your foot, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's, a, it's just the way it goes. It's okay. So, like I said, yeah, it's great. It's you guys great. are ready for the little. construction business now. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, really, it's a constant sea of chaos. Yeah. Yay! Here we right. are in a constant sea of chaos. Sounds about it. Right. Well, you know, you know yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do, ain't you? We've got to step up. You know, it's, but yeah, the owner, big old uh, James as well. We uh, mentioned Soul Cedar Paranormal and Jennifer's, uh, Jennifer's channel is great, man. I'm loving that. Might start yeah. doing some reactions and, and, and responses. And, awesome. And, and follow the Night Stalker over on. Uh, I linked that yeah. down below. It's all down below. Scroll all the way down the bottom. You'll see everybody's like friend. If you have a YouTube channel, Friends of Troubled Minds, everybody's there. Please go follow those folks. Amazing. Again, think of all the great calls we get. If it's just me, it's boring. It's boring, right? Like I try to do my best, but I'm one dude. It's boring. When all you guys contribute, you know who you are. Everybody was just mentioned. Scroll down. There's links. There's everything. It's all there. Please, please go give love to the folks who, who uh, contribute to this show almost every night. And it's uh, like I said, uh, thank you. Special, special shout out to uh, Derek and Jennifer tonight for bailing me out in that first couple hours because, well, I was struggling. <laughs> but what can you do? What can you do, right? Uh, go follow those folks. Give them some love. Follow them on YouTube. Hit the notification bells, all that good shit. So uh, th- thank you again. You guys know who you are. Of course, Kelly, Rohan, Jay, you guys are all the best as well. But uh, yeah, Rohan's got a podcast, guys. Rohan's got a podcast. Scroll all the way down. You'll find it. Boom. EMP. What are we calling that? EMP for the brain. The Exiled Minds podcast. Boom. Boom. EMP for the brain. All right. What else, Rohan? What else, brother? That's that's good for me. Just a uh, last uh, final thought. And uh, yeah, yeah, with the books and stuff. Yeah, I was writing stuff down. That's, that's a great idea. And I was that serious about that because you think about it, and it's it's no joke. It's no joke. They put this stuff in your face and laugh at you. Jeff Bezos sells books, then invents a Kindle, and then invents Amazon Fire, and now they're retracting things, literally burning books in front of your face. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, interesting how it was started with used books and then once you make a billion dollars on used books then you start just yeah. redacting books from history <laughs> to me yeah, and, and very mind folks very mind folks digital media and printed media 
covered by completely different copyright laws. Okay, you can lend a physical book, you can sell a physical book, you can give a physical book away, but your digital ones, you can only keep it for you. You can't sell it, they can retract it, they can edit it without telling you. You know, you might read that book once and the next day it's all changed. Exactly right. And uh, that would be straight out of 1984, the Ministry of Truth. And one day soon, uh, I don't know how soon, but one day soon they'll take us off, take us off of YouTube and they will take us off of right uh, the places where you expect to see us. So you know what to do. Go follow us on Rockfin. Rockfin is a free speech platform. Get your ass over there. Links are down below. It's free to sign up even then when you click the thing and it says pay the 10 bucks a month. That's how you support the show, but you could x out of that and just join for free so don't forget that's uh that's probably what we'll end up in the end here so just so you know just so you know all right thank you rohan you're the best my brother jay let's wrap this up my man well i'm gonna buy a ham radio tower and rebroadcast it as soon as i get your permission okay and then you're gonna end us <laughs> both in jail so whatevs what is we'll see well, how, we'll see how dark it goes in the next dark winter but no, I mean, I don't know, Mike. I mean, you, you're doing an awesome job. You know, you bring a conversation to the table. You bring a lot of brilliant people together. And we have fun. We learn things, you know. We're, we're, we're remembering stories, you know. And we won't forget, you know. The thing that Kelly's doing is absolutely awesome. I'm telling you, he's going to be like, you know, Mason's 2.0. Exactly. With it's, it's it, here it is written down. You can actually grab it and hold it and put it in your hand. You know, another reason to buy the farm because there's a brightened press in the basement. You know, we'll have to be putting, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll have to have somebody down there with a great pair of glasses picking up a typeset to put in there to ink the individual pages, but. You know, and we'll send them out for $4,000. The one thing was $4,000, the one set in 1900s, you know, the guy paid $4,000 for the set. The brand new set right now costs $4,000. You know, that's how much money they're selling those encyclopedia sets for. You know, they're valuable books to somebody because... Obviously, they're getting the money for it, and they're printing them. Well, money aside, because, well, you know, money is paper after all. But, uh, you know, knowledge is power, isn't it? Uh, Indeed. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, short of, like, how how would you, how much do you think you would value your entire knowledge base at? Not just directed at Jay, directed at everybody. Everything you've learned in your entire life, right? What would you sell that for? And not just it's that. invaluable. There's no dollar amount. Exactly. However, guess who's stealing it from us? For a free daily, for a free login and a free email account. Yeah, text messages, pictures sent back and forth <laughs> exactly. between each other. All of it. Blah blah blah. Exactly. The, hey, Daryl, don't put that on the show chat. I'll give you a private call on the Discord. There you, you know. There you go. It's all there. It's, you know. And if we hook up to computers, then they can steal our ideas directly then, can't they? Yay. Yay. Just grab yourself the Neuralink as soon as it comes out next year for Christmas for $19.99 and zap it into the side of your brain. 
this nice set of headphones if they just put the Neuralink right on the top strip here, you know? So every time I put my headphones on, it, like, connects, you know? It's like, <laughs> makes this sound. <laughs> you know, oh, oh, does it really? Even to... Hey, why not? It really makes I was that sound? Say... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I plug one of those things into my brain. <laughs> no, no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Just saying. I'm just on that, on that one. Just a side note on that, Mike. Did you ever? Did you catch the story about DARPA making that helmet a few years ago for soldiers, where it will pulse the brain and turn off the emotion centers? Uh-uh. Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I saw believe. that one too. I believe. Uh, or something like that. It was on. I, I don't know how I missed it. I think it all like I, I have too much. Like you, you can only store so much. I think it all kind of comes and goes. My brain used to be like a like a. It was like two types of brains, right? Like in everywhere in between. But like there's like people that like process information super fast and don't remember much, and there's people that like remember a ton of things and process less fast, right? It's like kind of RAM and hard drives and how it all works together. Not saying you can't do both, but I'm saying that right, like that's kind of the way you, like your brain develops and works. Mine used to be the old way where I just put a ton of information in and carry it forever. But my God, for three and a half years of doing this, I can't. I can't keep it all in there. It's impossible. Like literally like you got thousand articles a day, dude. There's no way. My God. Yeah. And because all the, all the calls, all the amazing stuff that you guys bring up too, it it goes in, right. And it's, it's in there somewhere, but accessing it back is becoming more and more of a challenge. So yeah, there you go. That's That's why it's so important that we talk to each other because always it's not about what I know. It's about the conversation that we're having with each other that brings that little tidbit out of the back gray matter that was stored away in there. You know, it's all about getting out of the, the cost of records when we were talking about that and stuff like that. And it's like, it's really making me believe that everything that we need to know, we already know. We just don't great point. know how to what get it out yeah, I sometimes it's sit there. Yeah, dude, I've been sat here doing this thing for a year now. It's radio stuff, and I and I sit there thinking, I don't know, I don't know. I'm going to talk about. It. I think I feel stupid, and people start talking. It triggers things, doesn't it? And then you realize you know more than you think. You can do more than you think, always, and always, we're just we're so much better than we realize, man. We've had this forever telling us we're crap, homicidal apes that are all born sinners, and it's just rubbish, 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 rubbish. We're potentiality amazement people. That's what we are. Anyway, I'll tell you, sure. as a master carpenter, I mean, I build altars for churches and stuff, you know, hang crown molding and all kinds of crazy stuff. You have to be smart enough and old enough to realize that if you don't do it right, you have to do it over. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you know how many times I've done it over? Oh, my God. You learn the hard way. Sometimes you learn the hard way. But that's how you learn. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You don't learn by just getting me passed off because, you know, well, you got a 69.1. Good enough. You can be a doctor, you know. That's right. You can't give driving licenses out based on how short a skirt is, can you? Because that's not safe. (laughs) Totally not. Well, it depends on who's giving out the driver's license, I suppose, Ron. 
No, no, no. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. no. You don't talk about it. You don't talk about it. I don't, know how, we, I don't well, know how we got here. But okay, all right. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's get the hell out of here. Jay, let's wrap this up, brother. What do you got? What do you got right. this, my man? Brevity is the soul of wit today, Mike. Yeah. It really is. Okay. All right. No, no. All right. Okay. Hold on. So let me play some music and let it go for just a sec before you uh, finish up, before this thing goes. All right. Here we go. This is the yeah. infamous J-Tro. Or is it famous? Infamous? Famous? What do you prefer, my friend? It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I mean, I, I just enjoy talking to you guys. Okay. You know, that, that's all it really is. I, I mean, I do. I let uh, the mind wander and having the conversations with everyone. Perfect, but perfect. the thing from Oscar Wilde today is, after all, the only proper intoxication is conversation. The only proper intoxication this conversation Oscar Wilde thank you Jay the famous infamous outro the best outro <laughs> I can't say I disagree great shit Rohan anything else my brother GT no, that's good man love that brilliant brilliant alright so you guys know the drill Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday Thursday aside from a tech glitch here or there we'll be back God willing we got tomorrow is the good news bad news is we're done for tonight you know the drill. Follow all the folks. Follow Jennifer. Follow Rohan. Follow Jay. Follow Knife Soccer. Follow Phil who called. Follow everybody. Down. Links are down below. Get your ass down there. Follow all those folks. Listen to all the stuff. I'm going to keep on trucking. I'm going to keep on doing this and considering all the amazing things in this world and in this universe and in this multiverse. And there you go. Here we are. Uh, just a quick shout out on that. Uh, let's see. Who else do we got? HB says, Mike, to really process the subject collectively, you'd have to sort a uh, sort of campfire or roundtable if each week there's too much about Tartaria. And that's why I was a little scared to do this because I knew that was the case. But, well, I think we got through it. Thanks to all of our fine friends. So you know who you are. Thank you so much for calling and contributing tonight. Bad news, like I said, we're done. Good news. God willing, we got some more. You guys are the best. Anything else? Howls? Beat the chest? We got a special show on Sunday, by the way. Coming up with James, our good friend of Salcedo Paranormal. We're going to do... Actually, I'm going to play this because there's just too much. So let's uh, let's do this and go like... All right, just one moment here. Let me, uh, all right, I guess I gotta put my drink down. I hate when you have to put the drink down. All right, let's just play this as we finish. All right, just, just a real quick announcement before we finish up here. We're, uh, uh, Sunday night, we have a Halloween special. Halloween special, all right? So uh, we're going to start on James's show at 5 p.m. Pacific time. All right, that's two hours earlier than normal Troubled Minds. We're gonna do an hour with James. James is going to basically interview me, and we're going to talk about Halloween shit and get us going and whet our appetite. We'll take one hour off, and at 7 p.m., we'll start our regular show with James on here. So we're going to do two shows that night, and we're going to go as late as it takes. We're going to go uh, Halloween style and talk about all kinds of whack Halloween shit. So it's all over the place, taking phone calls, taking ideas, taking whatever. Why do you love Halloween? What is Halloween to you? All that other stuff. Uh, kind of a coast-to-coast, ghost-to-ghost sort of, uh, you know, without the coast-to-coast, we'll just cut the uh, that bit out and we'll do other things. So there you go. Just uh, 
quick announcement. That's what's happening. James and I kind of nailed that down tonight. We'll do some Black Eyed Kids. We'll do some Leprechauns. We'll do some Shadow People. We'll do all that stuff. It's all in the cards and whatever else you want to talk about. Why do you love Halloween? And uh, there we go. That's what's going on. That's what we'll do on Sunday night. So uh, don't miss it. 5 p.m. Pacific. We'll do James's show. Take one hour off. 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll start Troubled Minds with James and truck on as late as it needs to be. So there we go. Anything else, folks? It's GTFO. Hop in the um, penalty box. There you go. Hop in the Discord if you guys have not joined the Discord. A conversation goes on usually most of the way through the night. Go to troubledminds.org, click the Discord link, and also I will put a Discord invite right here. And you can find it right in the chat. And let's do it. And let's get the hell out of here. All right. See you over there. Oh. Our wet chihuahuas are crying tonight. All right, there we go. Jo- come, come say hi on the Discord, guys. There's the actual link, and uh, get your ass in here. We'll catch you soon. Have a fantastic night. Uh, and, uh, well, see you tomorrow. So, more Troubled Minds. 7 p.m. Pacific. See you tomorrow. Otherwise, we'll see you tonight. Right here on the Discord. Fade this out. Catch you guys there. You guys can hang around Rohan and Jay. No pressure. Just asking for a friend. Okay. All good. I guess we'll find out. We'll be around. All right. We'll be here. Let's see you there. Here we go. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for supporting the show. Spread the word. See you tomorrow. Oh, yeah. From our troubled minds to yours. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials. Any way you want, open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.